On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if Doom Patrol pulled itself out of a COVID tailspin, which shows based on independent comics will move on in the bracket 400, and if a podcast that tries to do an episode of every scene in the MCU is a good idea. All that and more on an all-new Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book or a comic book property. That's right. What's up? It's Cassie. I am back as the host this week, and I know you guys all missed me. I know Ryan especially missed me. Ryan, if you just want to talk about for five minutes about how much you missed me. You were gone. Yep. Uh, there's Wait, how much time do I have left? You, there's still like five minutes and 45 seconds. So. Wait, we added 45 <laughs> yeah, seconds? Yeah. Okay. That's how this works. Um, I think that Mike and I did our best. Okay. Um, the show came out really late. Yeah. Uh, and the last 10 minutes are like Ryan and Mike. Ryan and Mike all the way. Like you, we are shit faced. And that would not <laughs> have happened if you were here. Because that you don't let us. Yeah, that's I have very strict rules, and I knew you guys were going to go a little too hard. I know you guys were going to eat all the candy, have like a tummy ache and everything, and I'm, I'm just happy I'm back again to make it right. For those at home, if you ever hear like a clap sound, it's not like a single clap. It's not a clap. It's a ruler mm-hmm. that Cassie is using to smack our knuckles <laughs> when we take too many drinks in one five-minute period. And you know what? It takes them a while to learn, but you guys, you guys keep pushing it. The grossest part is sometimes you will hit the knuckle in such a way where blood shoots out. And you just coldly wipe it off your face <laughs> and whack again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a reputation to uphold here, okay? So, um, but sadly, Mike did party too hard, so he's not here this week. He's still sleeping. Uh, but we have brought in our favorite backup is Caitlin. Hi! Hi! How are you doing? I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm sorry we had to wake you at 2 p.m. in the afternoon to record. And I'm sorry that your nap was 70 years long. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry you s- smoked five packs while sleeping. <laughs> I became a witch <laughs> and I smoked so much. <laughs> and I'm just so tired. <laughs> well, you know what? We're in for a long show. So I need you, to, like, what do you need to get energy? What pumps you up? Probably like a cool magic potion since I am a witch now. Like, okay. So yeah. I can cackle over it. It'll be fun. Actually, the people have been wanting. Uh, tips for like magic potions we've been getting a lot of emails can Uh, you let us know what you are putting in your cauldron right now lots of snot and dog hairs Mm. and then puppy dog tails oh what are you making a boy (laughs) i am making a boy it's the opposite of the powerpuff girls (laughs) (laughs) the rowdy rough boys yes is that the opposite of a powerpuff girl i know is that a real thing No, it really is a thing the rowdy rough boys yes wow that's very good it's probably the best episode no it's not the best episode it's a really good episode of the powerpuff girls Caitlin, what? you sound like if somebody took the Frosty the Snowman hat and put it on nails on a chalkboard, and, <laughs> and that came to life. Okay, but who sounds better, me or books? Like when she came on. Long oh time yeah, ago. yeah, that's that a was good, yeah, that was a rough go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you for being here, even though you're straight up dying. So, um, does it does it feel good to be our go to backup? I mean, at this point, over the last year, you've probably done more superheroes than Mike has. Yeah. 
Like, do you ever want to just fight for the title to just be on the show? I'm not a I'm not a fighter. I'm a brewer. So <laughs> a brewer oh. of potions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That I sling. Now your shirt finally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for explaining that. Milwaukee Brewers. You know, I'm really into them. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, was that a sports one? That's that, how you, yeah, that was a baseball team. That's how you know Mike's not on here. We have a sports reference <laughs> happening. <laughs> All right. But we do have a really big show. So, Caitlin, I'm going to need you to rein it in and really bring that energy, okay? If you could down all those dog tails. For the main event, we, do, we are talking about Doom Patrol, which is back. But before that, it, we're going to go to the bullpen and talk about a bracket. We are back for Ryan. I've, if this is right, I believe you guys are doing. Is this a? Is it a bracket? What is? Holy bracket? shit! First of all, when you say you guys, you guys, you guys, uh, Cassie, we are quickly approaching the four hundredth episode of the superhero show. Show. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, that's a lot of episodes. It's a lot of episodes, um, and almost four hundred people have heard them. So Ooh, that's, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> that's something to celebrate. So what we're doing is we are doing a bracket as we do. Mm-hmm. This is typically like other pot filter shows, but we're bringing it to Superhero. Um, and I had no say in this. Just so you guys did this the week I was gone. But okay, I'm allowing it, well, I guess. Okay, with your bureaucracy and red tape, yeah. how else are we supposed to get things done? This was the best way. I'm kind of proud of you guys, and I'm kind of mad. But now we're, we're here with a bracket. We took 16 horror shows. So there's four quadrants. The Marvel, the DC, the independent comics, and the horror. Mm-hmm. Because that was like, if you're not a superhero show, then typically you're a horror show. Um, and we did, when you were gone, we did the horror bracket and we took it from 16 to eight, but instead of continuing with that one, we're now going to move to the independent bracket Good. and we're going to take that from 16 to eight. Um, obviously, so like when two shows do battle in this bracket, uh, you, you would typically go with the better show. Yeah. But typically. Why, but why wouldn't you? Like, what are other things you're looking for when you vote? Well, it's us, so like if it's just something that we like better, if it's something made for us specifically, like if it's just dumb enough, that is going to be what's going to win. Uh, like I feel like Legends has this is like the Legends thing or whatever happens, you know. Like if it's our favorite, and then it's technically I don't care if it's better. I don't care if it has the bigger pull or whatever. I like it, so it's going to move on. Yeah, I mean, which I guess don't listen anymore because Cassie just said Legends is going to win the whole thing. So I guess that's cool. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, and I think like there's shows that have become really important to us over the years. So if you're a little incensed at what we picked, it's probably because we liked it. I don't know what else yeah. to tell you. And you haven't listened to any of the bracket shows on any of the other things. <laughs> it tends to happen. Why don't we do this? Why don't Caitlin, you give us okay. the battles. Okay. Cassie and I will battle it out. Um, yes. And if we disagree, mm-hmm. I have Mike's votes here. Okay. And so Mike will settle the battle. I feel like Mike's going to bring brought in a lot. <laughs> All right. For your first bracket, starting it off. Your number one seed, the boys. Versus your number 16 seed, Vagrant Queen. Now, this is a good example to start with because we are the only podcast or people to ever talk about Vagrant Queen. And yeah. we, we liked it a lot. Like, it was an important show to us. It was really good. It should have continued on. More people should have hopped on board for this. It was like, it had, it knew what it was, which is very important. It was a sci-fi show, and it owned its sci-fi-ness. Like, it had the low budget, and it really worked with it. It had the Roseanne. It had the, it had everything. It was part of the Roseanne-essence, where 
we had him as Doc Holliday and on Schitt's Creek and on Vagrant Queen all the same time. All at the same time. He just stayed on set and just kind of switched out his hats. Whatever <laughs> hat he wore made him a different character. And I was here for it. And that's all we need out of a good show. So everybody needs to know that that's what was going for this one. But also they had like the main, um, they had the like the dynamic between them is like what was really making this show. Because they had our Vagrant Queen who was like the rough and tough one and then the sweet mechanic. And Uh it was such a good dynamic. (laughs) The mechanic had dynamic? Yeah. Uh, But Cassie's going up against the number one seed. Which is a garbage show. It's not a garbage (laughs) show. I would would like to agree with Cassie. It's a bad show. No, it it does bad things. It's not Mm. a poorly made show. It's, okay, it does, I don't, I don't know why it, it is kind of poorly made because the point that they're trying to make. It was nominated for best Drama at the Emmys, Cassie. Some people they are don't wrong. fucking know Some what that means. I don't respect those people. Listen, like as they're trying to teach like little baby men that like women deserve a spot and shit. And like I don't need to see. I don't need to relive my trauma so baby men can learn this lesson. <laughs> I don't need to watch an hour of women getting shitted on so a baby man can learn a lesson. Okay. Well, that's gonna make it real awkward when I vote for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pulled the woman card on this one. So. <laughs> Listen, number sixteen spot respected the shit out of women. Okay. We had a vagrant queen, okay? <laughs> so do you want to argue why the queen? This is the boys. The boys. I'm sorry that five shitty ass men and their shitty opponents. <laughs> Kevin, as the host, you yes. can just call it to a vote. Whenever you have <laughs> okay. heard enough of Cassie's fucking soapbox screaming. I mean, I enjoy it. <laughs> Anytime we can bash the boys, it's a good time. Uh, but I do think it is time for a vote. Cassie, where are you going to go? Queen all the way. Queen, yes. And Ryan. Let I'm going to go with the number one seed, <laughs> the boys. <laughs> and although I feel like I know the answer to this, uh-huh. what is Mike's vote? <laughs> Mike's vote is for the boys. The boys. This is in protest that this moves on. <laughs> I'm sorry, women. I'm sorry in the year, listen, 2021. I'm sorry, women. <laughs> That's what we're going with here. Yeah. I'm sorry to all women. <laughs> yeah, you better say it a couple more times. <laughs> All right. Sorry that the boys moved on. Moving on to our next bracket. It is going to be number eight seed Riverdale versus the number nine seed close Snowpiercer. All right. So this is Riverdale has been going forever. We've lived in Riverdale. It started in 1947. Essentially. (laughs) (laughs) But and then we have Snowpiercer, which was a new show that I feel I, we know we didn't hide how little we enjoyed this show. This is the train show, right? This is the train show <laughs> with Daffy Diggs. It's not the train show with the train that has the face. That one. I know that one. <laughs> uh, we know Thomas well. This is. We know Thomas. This train's called Snowpiercer and it sucks. Do you? Are you surprised at Riverdale's seating? Is this feel low? Number eight. I feel like if it would have been. I feel this is good for Riverdale now because Riverdale has lost its shine. Like a couple years ago, I would have been furious at this being (laughs) number eight. But we do like that is a good point, though. We have to let everyone know that this is of all time. Like we're not basing this on your most recent episode or season, but Mm -hmm. like your overall oeuvre. In this, like the first fight for a long time, this show was just the greatest thing out there. This was the only show going this hard, pulling so many wild things. 
there was a fight ring. He fought a bear. Like whatever comes to your mind, Riverdale has done it. And I you got like respect to show that does that. Every time I watched it, my mind was blown. Like yeah. I got up and I was like, what? <laughs> now it's like, okay. And if you, back in the day, again, because it's not great anymore, but back in the day, if you watched it with your windows open, you would hear people in the in rest of your neighborhood be like, Riverdale, come on. You did it again. <laughs> not again, Archie. <laughs> We're Snowpiercer. We just got to see a new car every week. And sometimes the cars weren't that entertaining yeah <laughs> i mean yeah if it's like uh the toenail clipping car like yeah, that's like the I whole episode <laughs> we're stuck in that car it was a bummer wow I, okay i think it's time for a vote where are you going cassie riverdale all right and ryan what like riverdale in the first and second season owned this podcast yeah mm-hmm. it's gotta be riverdale it's gotta be riverdale and we don't even have to ask mike although would you like to know what mike voted for yes he voted for Snowpiercer. Uh, <laughs> fucking way. No he hates Riverdale so much that he had to vote for Snowpiercer, apparently. All right. Oh, I just wanted to add in that I voted for Riverdale because of women. Yeah. Back on the side of <laughs> no, women. No, 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 mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. We do not accept you. <laughs> All right. Our next bracket is going to be Happy versus Stumptown. Okay, I didn't see much of Happy, but I did. I was surprised by Stumptown. Like Stumptown, I feel like had no buzz, and then when it like you when I watched it, it was pretty enjoyable. See, this B word that you say is why the seating is thirteen. You know, it's not about quality; it is about buzz. Mm-hmm. And Stumptown really didn't. It had a really low audience, but the people who watched it fucking loved it. Yeah, it was- and it was this weird mix of like this is still ABC. Like I can feel yeah. that this is network TV, but for that. It was really good. Yeah. And it didn't, it weirdly had, I would say, like a USA or TNT vibe to it. And I don't know if it's the crime fighting part of it, but you know. Is that a compliment or an insult? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You just kind of knew where to place it in your heart. But it did, listen, the lead is a fucked up woman. So, you know, I love that. Cope. Col- Col- Colby? Colby? Colby Smolders. Smolders. <laughs> she does, let me tell you. Uh, she's right now playing Ann Coulter mm-hmm. on the show about Monica Lewinsky. Uh, Happy was cool. I love Christopher Maloney. Mm. Uh, Pat Oswalt played the imaginary guy, but sometimes ruled. Happy got to, like, once it sort of went past its premise, it was like, how much gross violence can we show? Yeah, that's what I heard. It was just like... Was that the one with the unicorn? Yeah. 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 The imaginary friend unicorn. Yes. Which at some point, it felt like they got too gimmicky with all their stuff from like what I heard. So, And Stumptown knew what it was. It knew it was TNT. So I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird that ABC would go with that promotion. Uh, just pretend we're TNT. <laughs> all right. It's time for a vote. Cassie, where are you going? Stumptown. Stumptown. All right, Ryan. He's voting for some town. And guess what? Mike's going to come over here with happy. Oh, God, Mike, Mike is really fucking yeah, things up. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> All right. Going on to the next bracket. Number five is I am not okay. And number 12 is Jupiter's legacy. I was surprised with I am not okay and how good it was, especially because it is like mainly we follow the kids around, which, you know, you know, you know, I have my issue with kids. Uh-huh. They are high school kids, though, so they do know a little bit responsibility. You have an issue with like kindergartners. I have yeah, babies. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm better you, than babies. You want to so. put brass knuckles on. <laughs> you want to teach them how to live. But yeah, it was surprisingly good. And I'm bummed that we didn't get to see another yeah. season of this. I mean. That's the ultimate test is when it was canceled, we were like, oh, but like, usually we like shoot guns in the air and we dance. <laughs> yeah. It was partly how it ended, too, because it was just going to get to like her finding out like how to use powers and stuff like it was it ended in a heartbreaking way where you knew it was going to it had so much more potential. And Jupiter's Legacy, I am trying to remember anything about this show. Oh, my God. It had Josh Newbell in it. 
Do Hamill. Do oh. Yeah, Josh Dumel. And oh, it was God, like, it was that terrible show. Yeah. This one was garbage. I so wanted- <laughs> you saw the title and you still didn't, yeah, you still you, didn't put it together. And that's a recent show, Cassie. <laughs> Cassie, you watched like at least five episodes of I watched one. a fair amount of it and I blocked it from my mind because it was so garbage. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I I really wanted to like Jupiter's Legacy, but it was so bad. I Am Not Okay is one oh, up there with one of my favorite like shows. Mm-hmm. And it just like had an origin and then it just let it. Yeah, let it we die. We had a second season, but then they're like, no. Did and that was COVID. And then COVID's like, no. COVID took so much from. I mean, obviously the six hundred fifty thousand Americans, but yeah, as well. As I, let's not forget our team. Not okay. I do want to shout out to Sophia Lillis and Waya Olev. Those two leads mm-hmm. uh, are going places. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. They yeah. were so good in the show, and she was in it. She yeah. was the oh. main girl in the first it. Oh. Uh, but yeah, they were all to, like their dynamic together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very platonic, good. right? No, did they kiss? I think, I think they, they might kiss. Kissed. I think they kiss at the end. Yeah. And then we were going to get more of that and then going through it in season two. But we never got it. Anyways, I think it's time for us to vote. Cassie. Yeah, I am not okay. This is it's the slammiest dunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's see. Mike also agrees. It oh, is wow. Finally. Okay. Yeah. Finally. Finally. All right. Our next bracket is going to be your number two seed, which is the Umbrella Academy, versus the number 15 seed, which is Raising Dion. Okay, this seems unfair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you guys remember Raising Dion? I only got to see a little bit of it. I think I saw the pilot of it, and that was about it. Which, it was a big deal because Michael B. Jordan starred in it mm-hmm. and died in it. Ooh. And so we were like, no, no oh. more of that then. Oh, no. When did they, Was that, that was early on too, huh? That, uh, it was that glut of Netflix shows about the same time as I'm not okay with this. I yeah, think. yeah. But, and then Umbrella Academy, obviously. This is... I, everybody knows this one. Even people who aren't into like comic yeah. book stuff is into this. This is. I could have seen an argument for it being the number one seed. It's number two, so that's pretty high. Yeah, but yeah, this is a show that everybody watches. Yeah, and do you know why? Because Pogo was in the first season. Pogo. <laughs> Thank you for bringing up the most important part and how we should vote is knowing that Pogo was in this. <laughs> one of them has a talking monkey, and one of them doesn't. <laughs> I want to apologize right now. Uh, our main event is Doom Patrol. And there was a giant. There was a talking monkey. And we will not be talking about anything else for that segment. (laughs) (laughs) That gorilla with a hat that was in for 30 seconds. That's all we're talking about. Polite little monkey. Well, okay. I think think we're okay to vote now. Yeah. Raising Dion is. And also, like, when it came out with I'm not okay with this, it's like superhero shit is in the background. You know, Mm -hmm. like, what is a real life of somebody with powers? Mm -hmm. There was that glut of those shows. Raising Dion did not hold up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cassie, where are you going? Umbrella Academy. Ryan? Oh, yeah. All right. I, I think it's kind of funny because Umbrella Academy was like by Gerard Way and he had that one song, I'm not okay, which is going up against now. It, you sounded just like him. I couldn't <laughs> believe I thought he was in the studio for a second. Thank you. I think we should go on. <laughs> your next bracket is number seven, Dark Matter versus your number 10 seed, Deadly Class. So Dark Matter was one of the first shows that Mike and I had where we didn't know... Because back in the day, we always talk about how it was S.H.I.E.L.D., Gotham, and Arrow. And that was it. Mm-hmm. That was all we reviewed every week. Dang. And then now there's 24 shows. Or 64, if you look at this. Uh, Dark mm-hmm. Matter was the first one that was like... It was on sci-fi. You've never seen it before, right? Nah. Uh, it was on sci-fi based on a comic that we had never heard of. And there was, it was the only show playing over the summer. And so we watched it, and it was terrible. <laughs> but we watched it every week because it was the only show. Oh, and all right. of a sudden... We really like this show. <laughs> and neither one of us ever could figure out, is it actually good? Or did we have so little? Like, all we had was this, and we started to love it. Like, it's sort of like your mom, you know? Like, 
She's terrible. You hate her. But it's the only mom you got. <laughs> and then I don't know anything about Deadly Class either. Deadly Class was a high school for assassins. Okay. It was. It had some good episodes. Mm-hmm. But Dark Matter is like part of superhero show show lore. Well, all right then. Yeah. That's all I need to know. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's time for a vote. I'm going to go Dark Matter. If I'm going to go Dark Matter. If Mike voted for Deadly Class, I'm going to shit in my chair. <laughs> Ryan? Yeah. He voted for Dark Matter. <laughs> and Dark Matter moves on. Your next bracket is going to be uh, your number three seed, End of the Fucking World, versus your number 14 seed, Katie King. Cassie, be cool. Cassie. Cassie. Okay. I need you to think about what your responsibility is here. Yeah. Can yeah, you tell yeah, us yeah, a little yeah. bit about Katie Keene? <laughs> you bet your ass I can. And Pepper Piper, what's her name? Pepper Piper. Pepper Piper, <laughs> Pepper Piper the con artist. Um, all right. So what you need to know about Katie Keene. Five, six, just a group of teens living their best life in New York City, coming together, supporting each other, supporting women, living out their dreams, the accepting women. each other, okay? And also, um, the lead was dating K.O., who was a oh boxer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in a genre. 64 shows of terrible acting. And he is probably the worst. His name was K.O., and he was a boxer. He was a boxer! I don't know what else you want from me here. This is... That's what this is going against. Um, Into the fucking world was heartbreaking, where Katie Keene was uplifting. So mm-hmm. You know what I always thought was weird? Uh, Tiger Woods. <laughs> he uses what? irons. He uses woods. Crazy. Just like KO. His sport is in his name. Okay, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, this is one of the brackets where it's going to be... Um, what I love because obviously End of the Fucking World is a great show. No, like a legitimately good. A good like, show. Like well-renowned, like, okay, but no, keep going. Yeah, but you knew there was never any hope in this one. You, The kids never caught a break. Every shitty thing always happened to them where Katie Keene, a shitty thing would happen to them and then they'd rally together and throw a parade for each other yeah. and everything would be fine. See, okay, so this sort of goes back to my thing <laughs> with the boys. I think, even though you guys say it's a poorly made show, you guys don't like it because it's full of terrible people doing terrible things. Mm-hmm. Katie Keene is like, there's an episode of like, oh my God, my shoe's untied. And then her friend's like, I'll tie it for you. And then they high five for applause. an hour. Applause. Have you ever yes. seen anything so beautiful, Ryan? <laughs> Let's learn to sew together. <laughs> also, it taught me that women can be con artists. Oh, so. women. <laughs> I'm glad you learned that. Yeah. <laughs> It's an important thing. The world for me. needed to learn that. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess why is in the fucking world better? Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I thought like this is another one where we didn't know the source material. You mm-hmm. know, like the only reason it was on the show is because we found out just before it came out that it was based on a comic book that we'd never heard of, mm-hmm. and that's always sort of exciting. You yeah. know, because when it's some show that we've, or it's a show based on a comic that we've all read. It's a little dangerous. We know it's probably going to suck. Mm. But with this, it was like, there was no pressure. There wasn't like, oh, I have to appease the fans. And it was a character piece. Literally no superheroics. Yeah. Like, no supernatural, no nothing. Uh, just two fucked up kids in this fucked up world. Yeah. I also thought it was a really good late millennial version of like Bonnie and Clyde or True Romance or oh. those... Uh, boy and girlfriend outlaws on the run kind of movies Yeah, where this one and the late millennial part is like they're a little more in touch with that they're mentally imbalanced you know like yeah. Bonnie and Clyde and True Romance and all those natural born killers they thought they were cool mm. they're not they need to be on medication and this one t- <laughs> sort of tackled that better alright it's time to vote Cassie okay yeah listen mm-hmm. I love Katie Kane yeah 
it's not the better show. It's into the fucking world. <laughs> oh, okay, and Ryan. I'm going with Katie Kane. Yeah. <laughs> we have to go to Mike for this one. And guys, oh, he voted don't for. Fuck me here, Mike. <laughs> this would be so good. End of the fucking world. <laughs> Damn it! This would have been the greatest thing if you two moved on Katie Keene. Uh. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have a very difficult bracket coming up right now. It's a number six seed. Resident Alien versus number 11 seed, The Tick. Number who's 11? Char- who's in charge of this? Yeah. This is like, I, uh, this was the board pulled all over the world. And mm. see, Cassie, it's important to know that the reason, like, it wasn't me, you, and Mike sitting down to make the numbers because if we did, then it would all lean towards our favorite shows. Yeah. This is what the world actually thinks of these shows. Man, 11 for The Tick is the most insulting thing I've ever and seen. what a bummer for both of these shows in the first round. Yeah. To lose one of these shows. Is heartbreaking. Six seems surprisingly high for Resident Alien. I didn't know it had like that much of a buzz, but I'm excited because it was a very good show. Uh-huh. But The Tick deserved so much better. Yeah. Do you know one way you could tell is the uh, if you pay attention to like, I don't know, trades or showbiz news uh resident alien was picked up for second season immediately mm. and every season the tick they stalled and stalled and stalled mm-hmm. and then finally barely you know picked it up yeah. so that's sort of that shows you not just the the viewers because people don't really care about viewers anymore but the buzz you yeah. know you could you could feel people talking about it on social media yeah mm-hmm. and when voting like obviously resident alien has alan tudyk but the tick has danger boat and oh! this is it's so hard to pick between these two. The tick has so much in it. It's a guy <laughs> in a big blue suit. Like the tick is a wild character within himself and then they did so good. Oh. Yeah, they've really brought like that character to life really well. Like all those characters to life so well. It's like that's one I wasn't bu- I wanted to watch each of these every week. So yeah. I don't know what to do what with is, this. I one. mean that you wanted to actually do your job For on this, this podcast. Mm-hmm. That that's crazy. That says a lot about those shows. <laughs> But Resident Alien does have a shit kid. So, <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm going to toss Would up these here. these be your two top, like, shows? Like, They're if you, pro- were, if you were to make this bracket yourself, would these two shows be at the top? It would be. I, I give you my top three of The Tick, Resident Alien, and Katie Keene right at the end ah! here. <laughs> <laughs> Which you didn't vote for. But Ryan did. <laughs> All right. It's time to make that hard decision. Oh, my God. Where are you going? Oh my god, Ryan! Can you make a quick decision? I I mean I'm going to talk a lot, but yeah. that's sort of what I do. Uh, yeah. For me, a, a decision that is so close to this, it comes down to evenness. And for me, the tick had high highs, but also like some mm-hmm. low lows. And I think Resident Alien is one of the most consistently good. Like, there's no bad episode. There's no there's few bad characters. There's no bad plot line. I think it was just like the, it rode this wave of good to great for the entire season. And Resident Evil has had um, Resident Evil. Resident <laughs> Alien has had one season or two seasons. One, mm. one season. Which if one you... season, two dicks. <laughs> and the Got Tick it. had two seasons before it was canceled. Two or three, two probably. I think it was two seasons. They shot. They were like no to the third. Yeah, they said right. no to the third. I think. And they were like, "Well, it's because of COVID." And everybody on the Tick was like, "That hasn't happened yet." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't just say that. I don't even know what that word means. What do you mean? <laughs> Because I think the first season of The Tick was much better than the second. Mm-hmm. So yeah. do you think Resident Alien's going to keep up with this for a second season? I think so. I think that oh, Resident Alien also is a little more sure of itself. Yeah. Like, it's a really confident show. It, 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 like, has the same level of comedy and drama and mystery each week. Mm-hmm. Whereas The Tick was maybe trying to do too much. You mm-hmm. know, like, we're this kind of a cartoon, but we're this kind of a live action, but we're this kind of drama. You know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I love the show, I- but... 
Cassie? I could see that argument. I think that helped because I feel like like if you watch a highlight reel of the tick, that's probably the best exactly, way. Like yeah. that's probably the best way to watch it. So for that reason, I guess I'll, I'll go Resident Alien. All right. And Mike actually went for the tick. Oh, oh fuck. Cassie, yeah. that was so in your mad. lap. He's gonna be so mad. To be fair, I would have voted for the tick too. So. <laughs> Uh, all right, and that that is it, guys. Do you want to give us our uh, oh yeah elite eight? All right, and your elite eight starting off at the top, going against Riverdale. It's the boys in the next bracket. It's going to be Stumptown versus I Am Not Okay. After that, Umbrella Academy versus Dark Matter. Then End of the Fucking World versus Resident Alien, and finally, nope, that was the last one. <laughs> and finally. Before. <laughs> that's all, guys. Rewind it 15, and that's the end. All right. Thank you uh, for walking us through that brocket. Now it's time to get to our main event. The third season of Doom Patrol debuts on HBO Max, which means there's a chance people might watch it. We watched the first two episodes for this review, and the new viewers should be warned. The first episode of season three is actually more like the last episode of season two, plus the fallout and reset. Hundreds of shows were affected by COVID, but few more so than Doom Patrol, which had to rewrite and re-edit their finale. This left us with an unintended, anticlimactic cliffhanger, which was wrapped up in the first 10 minutes of episode 301. The season truly begins with the second episode, as we meet Grogox? Grogox, the world destroyer, who is dispatched by his villain team to murder DP member Rita Farr. He waits for her for years at a camp slash resort looking thing that only existed in the 50s. Taste buds, let's start here. If old Doom Patrol equals Grogox and his little lackey, how down with Doom Patrol are you? Oh. Um. <laughs> oh. Oh. Come at it, Caitlin. Come at it. Okay, so. Uh, I mean, this was entertaining. I, I kind of like Doom Patrol. There's sometimes where I think Doom Patrol gets too up its own butt. And, yes. And I think we got a little bit of that, but I enjoyed this more than, you know, half of season two. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I'll definitely be watching a little bit more. Um, Did you like this? Uh, do you, Ryan, how do I say his name? A Gargbox? Garg- I have it as Grogex. Grogex. Yeah, because it's like Grogu X. Yeah, 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 yeah. How about Greenface? Green, is, that, is that racist? Green- <laughs> Green face and red face. <laughs> watermelon head, gusher watermelon head. <laughs> no, I was like, is this a gushers commercial? Are you poking me, Ashton? So yes, uh, did you like the character of Mr. Watermelon Head? Um, I, I liked him. I thought he had an interesting arc. I didn't think he was at all necessary at all in this episode mm. until like the last five minutes. I was like, okay, I guess he matters. <laughs> <laughs> I Honestly, I have to echo everything Caitlin said. Like, I love this show. I love the first season. Mm-hmm. The, but the second season, besides the COVID shit, it was like, and we're going to talk about this with another show later with Stargirl, but it's important to talk about like the PTSD of what these people go through as, like that's an interesting thing. Yeah. But there is too much. Like, it was a lot. They, like, they, mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the wackiness of this show started mm-hmm. to fall away. In this episode, where Redface is driving Greenface and like chauffeuring him to the resort, mm. uh, and all the times where Redface has to walk in with the record player, yeah. so that Gar- <laughs> Greenface can come in. That's the shit I'm taught. Like mm. that's the Doom Patrol of like mm-hmm. it's sort of it's like the comic book shows that we watch, mm. but almost being more interesting and making fun of them all at the same time. Yeah, and there was like there's just little moments of it where I felt like it m- kept me like interested enough i guess because it was i do think it was needed they needed those little moments because it was a lot of just them 
going through it right now. And I think it did need to have it. Like, just having Rita in a bag and keep calling her, like, shit bag yeah. was yeah. the perfect amount of, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like Doom Patrol. That was, like, that was the moments whenever they could, like, insult each other. That's when I felt like it's the most, like, Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. And that's when I like it. It does mean that we don't have April Bowlby on screen, which is a bummer. Do you guys know where she came from? Do you know what her big job was no. before this? No. She was uh, one of Charlie Sheen's, like, bikini-wearing girlfriends on Two and a Half Men. No way. For years. No. And then is now Rita Farr. Hell yeah. She is still my favorite character. Even in a bag, the best character by far. I mean, Robot Man... I think I have to live with Robot Man. Mm. I have to look at him in the mirror. Like we have a similar <laughs> facial structure and way of speaking. Uh-huh. So that's how. But uh, yeah, for me too. Like her whole, like I'm still going to talk like I'm a 1930s actress. And yeah, everything that happens is the most dramatic. Like, I, the most. Yeah. But how are you think? Like, were, did you expect them to deal with all their drama? And how do you think they're doing or their trauma? And how do you think the show is like doing with tackling that? Well, this episode did it perfectly i think because what we want with all these team shows is for the team to be together mm. right and all last season they all separated yeah and they all dealt with their own shit but this episode was like only matt bomer yeah i couldn't remember his name larry larry larry, larry took his own journey mm-hmm. and so it was only one journey we had to watch mm. and then the team yeah. instead of like these six disparate stories yeah and i mean jane did deal with her own stuff like inside herself but it was so like little i felt, I felt like it was not as drawn out as like the ptsd of last it, season right exactly so and it was perfect they had um so we do have them together which helps a lot but do like do we care as much what's happening with larry do we know what's happening with larry i mean we're far now away from the fact that he like back in the day was you know let it lived a lie basically Mm -hmm. you know like he had a family but he was gay and that was what he was dealing with before it now it's sort of like he's dealing with his relationship with his chest bolt or whatever you want to call it his little inner guy his blue heart and (laughs) honestly it's fine but if i'm being honest i was waiting to get back to the resort that's what i kept laughing like i was like it was just kind of confusing and i was like i don't really care as much about what's happening with you my friend i was trying to think back i was like what does this all mean <laughs> do i remember this from the past season and part of it too is like it it's it, sometimes you have to like pause and say like what what are we doing here mm. either i zoned out or you're doing a bad job of storytelling but i don't really even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. i do know what's going on back at the thing yeah. mm. but i don't know what you're doing dude like yeah. hustle up and get back to the team <laughs> go ahead and Give get on back good stuff please what Diz, like, Rita, she, she always steals it, but she, hers moment of, like, when she finally forms up and just, like, is, like, realizing, like, she is fully in, like, you know, like, I have no purpose, the most heartbreaking thing. Like, yeah. this show has done a lot. Like, just have her, like, sad, transform. She turned her sack that she was in into a kick-ass dress, and mm-hmm. I was like, hell yeah, go, girl. And then she was like, I'm nothing. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> you just made a sack into a dress. Like, <laughs> But that's, like, the show is never going to give you... If it gives you the triumphant moments and the like, sort of schmaltzy cheese that we expect from all these shows, because mm. the show is about like, what does family mean and what does being on a team mean and are they a family, are they a team? Uh, if you get these moments that you're like hoping for, it will never last very long. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think it was at the end of the first episode uh, of this season, Jane hugs Robot Man. Yeah, and it was sweet. And then the second the rest of the group comes around to hug, and she's like, "No, get the fuck out! No, <laughs> yeah. We're not fucking doing this." <laughs> They have um, this. We also got a little introduction to, I don't know, Mole Lady. I don't know who this lady mole is. Mole Maiden. Mole <laughs> ma- <laughs> I am the Mole Maiden. 
Because there's Mole Man and she's Mole Maiden in my brain. Hot off Sabrina, right? Huh. Yes. yes. And, you know, very hot piss coming out of her, too. <laughs> Ooh, that was the longest I've ever seen a woman pee on so TV or movies. Long. Like, this is Tom Hanks from League of Their Own level amount of pee. They really, they were like, you know what? We have five minutes to blow and it's going to be with this introduction. But in that scene from League of Their Own, Tom Hanks faces the wall. Mm. She makes eye contact with the person the entire time. And then asks for a playbill. What a baller move. Yeah. (laughs) To wipe with. And she wiped. It's probably the best character introduction that's ever been on screen. I didn't, I was like, I think you're probably a bad guy, but I'm kind of rooting for you. Uh, I'll ask a question. Um, I know how butts work, but not vaginas. Yeah. Um, this is the space. <laughs> is it so important to wipe that you would ask for a page a of a playbill? Play <laughs> or would you just get up and put your pants on? The more important part is how, if you heard, it was more padding. And yeah. it was the technique that she used. It was just a move. Like, it was just to fuck with her. Give me the playbill. Oh, this one looks like you. I'm going to wipe with your face. Yeah, I'm going to wipe with your face. And she makes. she's like, oh, you like you ripped the Yeah, that was the most from, insulting yeah. part. <laughs> now I'm going to shove you up there. And we're good. But yeah, that was like, when it opened with that, I was like, okay, we're still back to the same old. And then we just started dealing with like, it was like everybody has their problems. They're on a little resort together. And I was like, still kind of into it. Mm -hmm. Still fine with it. But there is, so we do have Cliff, Robot Man, who is just avoiding, like he has like a straight up health issue and is just going to avoid it. So do we think like... Which that's classic like middle-aged dude, right? Yeah. Like I'm not going to the doctor. I'm just going to live hard till I die. Yeah. And they have like, you know, he made the point of like who would check him out. And that brings me to like Niall is a ghost. Uh-huh. Niall so... is is he but is he? I don't know. And like, when we we say ghost, we mean like full on nineteen eighties Jedi blue ghost. Yeah. And he's still at a wheelchair. <laughs> he didn't unlike Luke and everyone else who got their hands back. He did not get the movement back. He he had a he had a chair, a ghost chair. So are you calling Scooby Doo shenanigans? Where you think this is just a projector and like he actually is alive? But he went to go fuck the ghosts, right? The fucking ghosts. He was, and then he disappeared. So is he now back to life? The, like, did fucking bring him back? Is that what you want to know? No. <laughs> Bustin doesn't need to make Niles feel good. Like, <laughs> Not as catchy of a catchphrase, <laughs> but uh, I did get some extra textual news with that. Okay. Oh, okay. That he is, he was basically, Timothy Dalton is like of an age where it's dangerous for him to be on set. Oh, and so he sort of like dipped on the whole season. Oh, okay. okay. And I noticed in the beginning of the credit, it said guest starring Timothy Dalton. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, this is weird. Did you guys know that he was... Before uh, Daniel Craig, before Pierce Brosnan, that he was James Bond? Absolutely not. He had he was James Bond for three movies? What? No way. Yeah. Niles Calder that. in the wheelchair. James it, Bond. Insane. What? I, what? I, I love you guys being so young. I just blow your mind. It's the most <laughs> basic facts. I wonder if I watched that. <laughs> Honestly, he wasn't in his wheelchair, so I didn't recognize him back yeah. then. That's why they had to keep him even as a ghost. Yeah. And the end of the first episode, too, uh, has like six stingers, sort of, mm-hmm. which I thought was a good way of saying, well, first of all, we're a comic book show, so we have to have like six mm. different endings. But also, we're done with the second season. And now we're going to set up all these plot lines. Yeah. You know, like there's the one guy, the like dirty British guy who digs up Calder mm-hmm. and has his head. Crowley. 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 Uh, Mole Maiden, who I don't care what the fuck her name is. It's that Mole is Maiden. <laughs> Everybody must refer to her as such. <laughs> and... Aside from what we talked about with Larry, I feel like now all of these things are like 
coming together or like yeah. will throughout the season and I know what we're doing instead of last season where I just got lost. Yeah. And it's probably because I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it was on, but I wasn't watching. Yeah. But it did so like I guess if we go to the ending now. So um we did have like we know where we're going, but then at the very end they all dead? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess not, Cassie. Uh, they gotta be all this- dead though, Ryan. <laughs> Did you see them on the ground laid out? They were shot with a gun, a little laser gun. I know this is not just your first comic book show, but literally your first TV show or movie you have ever seen. Yeah. I'm going to guess that they're not dead. But Ryan. I'm way more scared of uh, Mole Maiden than I am red face because mm-hmm. who knows how much damage that gun does yeah. like, maybe mm-hmm. it's a stun gun we don't uh, did you see their face it was pretty blue and their eyes were pretty messed up <laughs> pretty dead i would say but i guess let's live in a world where maybe it doesn't murder also i do want to shout out i guess to red face who put that gun right at his crotch yeah and mm-hmm. from the moment it was just in the room when yeah. he was just practicing he was like this is that dick height <laughs> <laughs> imagine going to your gun maker just being like oh i'm gonna need that at dick height uh, but like Going like being a lackey probably his entire life, mm-hmm. right? And then now he's got a chance. Oh, I'm, no, I'm gonna pull out my giant dick yeah. and I'm gonna shoot all y'all in the face. <laughs> he really did. And then that was like right before then was probably my favorite moment. We don't do moments of the week, but them just dancing like they were all pissed at each other, drinking yeah. their solo scorpion bowls, and mm-hmm. then they just start dancing <laughs> together to Forever Young. And like that's that's what I love. That's that goes against what I said. Like I said, we never get the moment. They always pull back before the schmaltz. Yeah. And so I was like, what's going to happen with this dance? Yeah. And nothing. Like they let the four of them dance. They had a full on choreographed dance together. It was that so was sweet. Beautiful. They <laughs> grabbed hands. They were in a circle. It was like Teletubbies. Was As fun. each one came up one by one to join in, I was like, can you do it with four people? You could. Yeah. <laughs> can we record? Let's say Mike is here uh-huh. and Caitlin's here. Can we record while doing that dance next time? I, yes. We have to try. Yeah. At we the very least. Have to try. <laughs> we absolutely have to. Um, but are you are you guys so Ryan? You're more excited for this season. Do you oh think yeah, I'm ready to move the fuck on. I'm ready to like give COVID credits to you know basically any show, and like I am super stoked, and I'm just so glad that they like remembered what is fun about the show. And yeah, one scene in particular, and Cassie. I know we don't do moments of the week. Yeah, again, the main event. <laughs> again we don't. And yet but? I'm still going to continue saying <laughs> what I'm saying right now. Um, there's the classic popular guy at the party. Mm. And he's telling his joke. And w- in movies and TV, you, it always cuts like just towards the punchline of the joke. Yeah. And I said to the proctologist, I said, <laughs> uh, and that's the kind of shit that I was missing from season two. Yeah. Yeah, that was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caitlin, do you think after this one episode, because we all kind of bummed on the second season, do you think yeah. you would give this one a shot? Um, I am kind of burned from season two and a half. Yeah. So I'm scared, but I, I, like I said, I'm going to watch a couple episodes for sure. Give it more of a chance. All right. Well, that's all the time we have to talk about Doom Patrol. I do. Uh, I do want to congratulate Cassie, you most of all, but mm-hmm. also me and Caitlin. 15 minutes of Doom Patrol, never mentioned Cyborg once. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck Cyborg, dude. Blue eyes. <laughs> Honestly, little blue. That was the best part. Just them calling him Shitty little blue eyes. <laughs> little blue eyes white dragon over here. <laughs> you know, motherfucker trying to use a flip phone and stuff. Fuck Cyborg. <laughs> but like in every iteration, like the Zack Snyder movie. Yeah. Uh, did you guys watch Teen Titans? Yes. Teen Titans version Go. sucked. Yeah. yeah. He also sucked? Yeah. He's okay. He was like he was like the best version of Cyborg. I, I guess it, like yeah, probably the best version of it. Would but you he's... watch into the Cyborg verse where all of these cyborgs <laughs> come together? It would be Is such that a bummer. Most boring movie it would of be all time? Such a bummer. It's like watching an accountant's all meet up like <laughs> 
right. But um, that's all time for Doom Patrol. I do have time to talk about a website. You know I always leave time to talk about a website. So, Caitlin. Yeah. What's your big website idea? It's going to be about a bunch of friends that love, love. each other. Okay. So and Facebook? Is, yeah. Is it like all no, friends? No. We like them. Um, wait. We. So, it's a certain group of friends. Yeah. It's, so, wait. It's like only, Ross and Chandler? Yeah. No. <laughs> so we just friends. let you finish, or should yeah. we keep guessing? No. <laughs> yes, I wanted to be everyone that's cool on one site, and no bad people, only good people on this site. Okay. What are? I'm sorry, Cassie. <laughs> what are the parameters? How do we find? They the have cool... to be dogs. Oh. So not people. When you say the cool people, you mean dogs. not humans. I mean dogs. Is this barked up wolf? <laughs> Wolf Dog Bark, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. All right. For Wolf Dog Bark. Uh, Have you guys <laughs> seen the videos online where the dogs will like hit buttons and yes. people talk? think they're speaking English? Yes. yes. I follow Hunger Four Words on Instagram. I just watched a dog talk. You can't talk. put that fucking plug I'm in here. going hey, to. Hey, this is not SpawnCon. <laughs> God damn it. They are not paying us. Stella uh, is amazing. And She's you guys think dog. that that's real. That yes. is 100% oh real. My God. There's books on how to oh do it. Oh, my God. Dogs can learn how to talk, okay? Oh, my God. People can learn how to think dogs are smart, but dogs cannot learn how to talk. <gasps> dogs can 100% learn they how to talk. They talk with their eyes. All right, fine. You know what? Next episode, listeners, I promise this. It's going to be me and two dogs <laughs> both pawing the ground. <laughs> woof, woof, motherfucker. <laughs> R.I.P. DMX. Woof, woof. <laughs> but yes, okay. Woof dot bark or whatever which one it is. It, I know it's an important website, Caitlin. Yeah. I'm important mm-hmm. to cybersprout.net, mm-hmm. okay? They're your partner for the digital world. They got premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. Crazy. They handle all the important stuff. You cool. want to know what the important stuff is? Yeah, tell Security, me. maintenance, backup, speed optimization, all right? They got all of that. They have cold-driven design. They are going to work hand-in-hand with you. So you tell them. You, you, they'll place that little dog paw right in their hand, and they're going to work right Aww. right. In, Hand in hand with that dog paw. Cybersprout.net, your partner for the digital world. Coming up next, it's time for our bullpen. All right, Cassie, so just throw it to Caitlin for the shishies, and I will not interrupt. Perfect. (laughs) We are back for the bullpen. This time we are going to our shishies. It's awards season. You know we're celebrating shishies. Not yet! It's Emmy time. Did you guys know they handed out the Emmys? They handed them wow. out. They handed them out. Wow. Well, you guys watch the show, right? Of course we People we know. of your age. We know about the Emmys. Which is We're, like early 40s, you guys? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, always watch the Emmys. Love the Emmys. Mm-hmm. Love the, the love the presentation. Uh, do you guys remember that we had a draft? I do remember that <laughs> we had so a draft. Not so long ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember any of our picks. <laughs> well, I have them here. I had to listen to the segment. Um, <laughs> did you guys know that Mandalorian is not based on a comic book? <laughs> All right, fuck up, bro. Okay. Oh, I, I remember it now. <laughs> and did you remember that Cassie has no idea what a snake order snake is? In orders? A snake orders? I refuse draft. to learn what this is. You, We had uh, 12 picks in yeah. this draft. You said it was the wrong person's turn literally 12 <laughs> times. You're welcome. I'm very good at this. He listened. He counted. <laughs> also, how many Emmys did The Mandalorian win? Uh, seven. That's a pretty strong. It actually did really good. Yeah. Nothing major. If only we could have put that in. Um, Caitlin. Yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier stunt coordinators. Mm-hmm. Stunt, stunt, stunts. Outstanding choreography for Lucifer. <laughs> it deserves it. It deserves. And WandaVision. Period. Hair styling. Woo! That's a strong one. Zero wins. Oh! <laughs> Not e- Lucifer got snubbed. 
Lucifer got snubbed, Cassie. Yes. That's so rude. rude. That's why this thing is Lucifer. bullshit. Cassie. Yeah. WandaVision outstanding writing. Uh-huh. And there it was nominated for three in this and you wanted all three. Uh-huh. And we did not let you. <laughs> that's that's on you guys. So you chose two filmed in a live studio audience and the finale. Okay. And then Falcon and Winter Soldier stunt performance. Okay. You got zero. Oh! How bullshit. Ryan. <laughs> Catherine Hahn, supporting actress. Strong one. Paul Bettany, actor. Okay, you really went WandaVision, for the... visual effects. You really went for the smart ones. I got zero. Yeah. How? No way. Mike. <sighs> WandaVision, uh, it was Agatha all along, the song. Mm. Umbrella Academy special effects in a single episode. WandaVision makeup. Did you get one? Mike got one. Ah! No way. Agatha all along yeah. got the Emmy. No and way. Mike takes this down. The only so there was three wins total out of all of the shows. I think we said that there were sixty four nominees among a- all of our shows. Yeah. Uh, three wins total. It was Agatha all along. Uh, WandaVision outstanding production design for a narrative program half hour or shorter. Jesus, okay. <laughs> okay. really narrowed it down to like it's WandaVision. And this one I can't believe uh, we didn't pick outstanding sci fi fantasy costume. WandaVision won. Oh. oh yeah. So we yeah, picked, that was we picked twelve together as a group. We got one. Wow. Congratulations Damn. to Mike who isn't here <laughs> and can go fuck himself. <laughs> That's wild. Let's take some calls. No, let's take a break. Uh, can I do? Do I have that power? No, you don't have this. You got this. You interrupted with Ibby bullshit and Mike won. So well, now you're you could get right off Mike is what you can. To be do. fair, TBF. I said I was not going to interrupt. That's fucking, I'm obviously about to interrupt. Obviously, you always interrupt. But now, Ryan, now that you got it all out of your system and I've turned off your mic so you could try, but it's off. Um, it hey, is now time to go to Shushies. Do you know what? Shut Shushies. up, Cassie. Shushies. Do you know why I interrupted? Why? Because it's all about me. How do you spell me? Emmy. And that's what we did. Ah! <laughs> I hate that I didn't you know just, where it was going. You just slowly walked into that. <laughs> it was like somebody slowly walking off a cliff. There's sometimes in your life where you refill like you're a two-year-old. <laughs> that was one of them. I had so much trust as I spelt me, and you shat on oh, it. Oh, spelt me. <laughs> Nothing to get me wrong with this. It's not like you spelled I cup. I looked you, <laughs> looked you dead in your eye with so much trust, and you <laughs> betrayed it. All right, it's fucking shushy time now. <laughs> this this day, we're figuring out Best Supporting Actress. That's right. <laughs> it's a big, important day. Caitlin, give us the nominees. Before I give you the nominees, I want to tell you who's not nominated. First of all, it's going to be Sandra O. Oh, no. Oh, no. This, this uh, upset me. That's, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Why, Cassie? <laughs> you fucking full of shit liar. Why? It's Sandra O. Oh. Uh, uh-huh. From you the hit show. Like it? It's Invincible. Oh, okay, it is Invincible. Is she did know. Uh, yeah, I thought that it was, I thought that it was COVID recorded. You know, it seemed like huge voice actors, but they just sent like recorders to everybody's house and like mm. do it real quick. She was the one who like really brought it. Yeah. Which was, uh, what's his name's mom? I don't know, mom. Mom. It was mom. Ma'am. 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 But yeah, she's just such a good actor that it's like to have her in a category and she not be nominated is wild. Uh, also, is it possible to say her name without an exclamation mark at the end? Oh. Oh. Sandra. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. Also not nominated. Nominated is going to be Alice Weatherland. Wetterland, Alice. That I, it, I am shocked by 
that. Yeah. The the bartender from Resident Alien did not get nominated. How, who is responsible for this one? This Don't is look my at me, favorite. Dude. I'm looking right at you. You know, you guys Caitlin's know this the is one my with the favorite. List. This is Caitlin. Yeah. This is my favorite fucking character. I can't tell you. Anything. Can you can you call up the board? Can you tell them that this is my favorite character? I literally have no power here. It's one eight hundred board if you want to call them. Oh, okay, I'll call them. Excuse me. Yeah, I, I'll be doing that while you go ahead and move on to the next one because it's bullshit. Cat, okay. <laughs> I was gonna ask you a question, but now I'm a little nervous. Um, <laughs> Could you, like, did she act, mm-hmm. like, deserve to be in the top five, or was she closer to a joke machine? Like, j- she, one-liner delivery system. Ryan, for okay, her I'm to sorry. go I'm back sorry. I'm in already the sorry moments, I asked. Okay, she would go from a joke scene, and then you would go back to her house as she's downing a bottle of Jack, and you would see the pain in her eyes like a true goddamn actor, okay? That's a really good point. One of the few people to make drinking sad. <laughs> instead of <laughs> the coolest She's thing. got a talent. <laughs> Okay, snubbed. Another not nominated person. It's going to be April Bowley B. (laughs) Bowley B? Bowley bullshit is what I say. (laughs) April Bowley bullshit. We just spent 15 minutes talking about how Rita Farr is amazing. Mm -hmm. These five nominees better be fucking good. They really, really better be. Oh, wow. Okay, so let's get to those nominees, guys. Nominated from... For your best supporting actress. From the boys, it's Aya Cash. How? <laughs> this is bullshit. We just named three of the best women who have ever walked this earth. And now we're here. Again. Here we are. I feel like I've made this point four times this episode. But <laughs> because she's a bad character does not mean it's a bad performance. I'm sorry. Ryan, do you want to vote against women and vote for Nazis in one episode? <laughs> it's best supporting actress. So I have no choice but to vote for women, I guess. <laughs> But, uh, no, yeah, like, she came on and took over the show. She did take over the show. I'll give you that. She was, there is a lot of strong performances in this show, and she did hang, especially to go with Homelander, uh, whoever that guy is. Good actor. And he, she matched him, so. Also, we put an exclamation mark after Sandra O's name. Mm. Uh, if you put a question mark after her name, it's what What do you say when you show up to, like, a wedding or something without a present? I'm not falling for this again. I'm not falling for this again. I, uh, cash. cash? Never, no. never, never. No more trust I'm here. pulling for it, Caitlin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next nominee from Loki, it's Sophia Gimartino. <laughs> yes. Gimartino. The, the proper way to say her name. Thank you. Um, this one, I was surprised by her. She did like... We liked her. I think um, early on, we all obviously all liked her. I think there was was it by the last episode you were a little less on her, or was it just the character moves? It it wasn't. It definitely wasn't her. Okay, it was like the show's move yeah. on her. But uh, no, she was always restrained. You mm-hmm. know, which kind of sucks because they always let the boys get to play and go crazy, mm-hmm. and she has to she has to be the grounded one. Yeah, you know, and that happens a lot with these movies or, or TV shows. But. Uh, that also means that you're boring when you're restrained, and she was not boring. Yeah. Even just her, like, them talking together, like, every, like, that scene of them talking at the table together, like, the first time they were, like, on that ship or train or whatever, uh-huh. and, like, she was, like, just, I could have her read anything to me. I was like, you're amazing. And this is Lady Loki, right? Lady, Lady Loki. <laughs> and did you guys see the picture of her backstage? No. Yes. Because she had just, yeah. yeah. She had just had a baby. Red. So they made her Lady Loki <laughs> costume. Like the breast popped off <laughs> as if Justin Timberlake was yeah. handling Janet Jackson. And so she did breastfeed. <laughs> Let's go, women. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> the pterodactyl came in to support that. <laughs> oh, that was a chicken. <laughs> 
Speaking of chickens, up next from <laughs> Modoc, it's a Melissa Fumero. Yeah, this one she had. wait over Sandra O oh and <laughs> Alice. No, I'm not like no. I think this is great. Like I'm not shitting on this. This is who is it, Cassie? This is wait. Who is it? it's Melissa from? No, but I mean explain the character. Oh, she's just we're on a podcast, right? And mm, I just want okay. you want other people to know. I yeah. guess I didn't. If we could just use inside terms this whole time, I think that's what people enjoy. <laughs> but no, this was like she they they made a scary teen, and they were like, we know teenagers are scary. What if they were the villain, and it was just a teenager, and you set them loose in a mall half the episodes, and that was it. Mall doc, mall <laughs> and it was without a doubt the best part of this show. Like I thought I would be coming back for Gary and Modoc himself, but I was always coming back for Melissa. Oh for sure like before the show started before we watched it we were like well Patton Oswalt would be the yeah. nominee mm-hmm. but no no it's <laughs> she stole it 100. it was the boring chick from Brooklyn Nine-Nine who <laughs> d- killed mm-hmm. at, in this role now I'm kind of pulling for her wow okay making it more difficult from WandaVision it's Catherine Hahn oh okay well, yeah Emmy yeah. winning for a song yeah yeah she was for a song <laughs> <laughs> now this is the thing where like you have Catherine Hahn in a thing, and she obviously did make it this time. It would be insane if she did it. So I, we can't have Sandra O oh and Catherine Hahn not make it. I mean, do you remember last year's Shishis where it was like, oh, Watchmen's nominated? Okay, never mind. Fuck it. Like, it's why the, are we doing this? Yeah. It's Catherine Hahn. Yeah. It's <laughs> I mean, she's in the Pop Filter <laughs> Hall of Fame. I'm going to make it even harder for you guys. Also nominated from Winona Earp. It's Dominique Provost Chalky 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 Proof Chalky Every name you say it's like you're uh, fading out like a, a like a 60s surf song that just fades out at the end It starts confident in the first name and then it's like ooh ooh last names are hard man <laughs> Do you know what, Cassie I would not be surprised if we did the research if this is the most nominated person in the history of the shishis really like she gets best supporting actress nominated not i don't know if she's ever won but mm. every year she is there do you think no is this showing is this just our voting too much like are we showing too much of us in this because like with the names in this category again does yeah. it seem like she should be here <laughs> i think that you are pulling the curtain out like and showing the wizard uh, like yeah maybe sandra oh alice wetterland and april bulby <laughs> but hey it's it's you know um it's Waverly. It's Waverly. She does She does do a great job. And she's, you know, so adorable and so sex positive and then also went evil this season. She, she does did. it all. Also, the way she rolled out of that truck this season. You that know was, what? She deserves to be here. That was Winona. <laughs> Is that not <laughs> who we're voting for? <laughs> all right. And your winner is Ryan. Tell us who it is. I don't know. I don't have it either. Caitlin, don't you have your normal... I thought you had that... Remember that envelope noise that you made all the time? Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. And the envelope has just been handed to me. <laughs> the winner. How many envelopes are you going to open? You just opened like five. Yeah. <laughs> the winner is... Well, it's... Guys, it's Catherine Hahn from WandaVision. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense. And like... That's her second award this year because she won Funniest Performance. Um, And yeah, like in the Pop Filter Hall of Fame, couldn't have happened to a better person. And we're just making right what the Emmys did wrong. So Mm -hmm. you're welcome, everybody. I don't know who beat her, but fuck you. But hey, straight (laughs) up, fuck you, okay? 
All right, you guys, that is all the time we have for this. It's time to go for our pull list. We are back for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Stargirl. On this week's episode of Stargirl, Courtney is trying to spend time with her possible future boyfriend while Yolanda is spending time in confession trying to come to terms with being the JSA member that murders. After reaching a breaking point, Yolanda quits the JSA and her diner job. Meanwhile, Micah's now part Jersey douchebag, part Dark Crystal. Taste buds, I ask you, you can you believe how dark Yolanda's storyline has gotten once again? Man, is it back to like old school CW Arrow... I want to sit in the corner and grieve. It like, really, it was so dark. Part of the reason we love the show is because it's not that, right? Yeah, it balances, it normally balances it better. Like it has, like it obviously is dark. It has murdered so many children. Uh. <laughs> there has been a lot of dark points that they have hit. But then it's like always like this team, like this team always comes together. Like it's always victorious. This one was just dark the whole time. Again, going back to what we were talking about with Doom Patrol. We do have to deal with these things that people go through. And yeah, I think it would fuck up a 15-year-old girl if she murdered someone. Yeah. But did the way that they tell the story, was it still entertaining even though it was like dark and seemingly mandatory? It was like they kept going to the same points again. It felt like a little too long. Like she went to confession, I think, like four times. Like <laughs> I was like the one confession. The one confession went so hard. And then they went back a second time where she like they had to bring in her family. So they had to show that her family still hates her. And I was like, we don't need this. And then the third time that was when like it changed to brainwave. And I was like, we we get it. We get it. Everything I know about Catholicism is from TV. But isn't there that thing where you're like, uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It is yeah. like 17 minutes since my last confession <laughs> i was literally just here you may remember me i uh, went to my diner job for a hot 30 minutes and now i'm back to confess again <laughs> and it was very hot it was very that, hot that coffee hit that shoulder yeah it sure did as little eclipso child was there why is eclipso a child do we know because it children are scary okay. and all he does is like stand around and giggle and that's fucking scary he's got a bowl cut and he giggles so <laughs> it's terrible but i like Speaking of the darkness, the opening with like Yolanda saying God is not on Earth, so need to, they need to be the ones to stop evil, and her wondering if she could be forgiven for doing something evil. Like when that started, I was like, "This show is going to do yeah. some fucking shit and, this time." But at least it was for one. I do like get the impression that it's one episode. Yeah, it's not a season of yeah. this. I do have a question though. Does it seem like the people who are always on this path of like all of this darkness are the religious people? Yeah, uh, like. Maybe just don't be religious. Or you know what? Jesus, like, don't carry me on the beach. Hey, chill. Just walk next to me, actually, as a friend. (laughs) Because this is fucked up. Or just don't be religious. And then you don't have to worry about anything. Then it's totally fine. You know what? This episode, she was giving me, like, season one Diego from Umbrella Academy vibes. Uh Too dark. Too too edgy. (laughs) Is she a capable enough actress? I don't know, because I don't know how, like, I haven't witnessed a kid who's murdered and talked to him. I don't know how okay. a kid... Sure. <laughs> I don't know how a kid you would deal with this. Mirror, like, uh, I was just going to say it. <laughs> you guys are so great. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, she literally like she can't catch a break. And to have it go to the part where she was like, I am the only one who can murder on this team and I do it so you guys don't have to. Like I don't want you to know that pain was like each time it was dark, they were like, We had we could take it a step further. And there wasn't that typical like friend group thing of like, No, that's not true. They were like They were just like Yeah. <laughs> sorta yeah. And then they went like so she told, you know, not everybody knew she murdered and then like, you know, Rick, who everyone doesn't like, doesn't respect, he was like, Hell yeah, you had to do it and then Beth was like, I don't know if you did. Yeah. <laughs> But the crazy thing is that like Rick wasn't being a badass Mm -hmm. and saying murder was cool. I think he was actually being supportive. Like he was saying what Yolanda had to hear. Mm -hmm. And then they all looked at Beth (laughs) and she was like, I will not be saying what she needs to hear. (laughs) She was absolutely not. I see she is on the verge of a breakdown and let me let me go for it. Bitch, you wear goggles. That's your power. (laughs) Like don't fucking judge other people. (laughs) Your parents are getting divorced for a reason. And it is your fault. (laughs) First time in the history of divorce that it is your fault. <laughs> we are watching the, the reason why. Um, but yeah, besides all of this darkness, we do also get fucking Mike, man. Oh, fucking, Mikey. <laughs> fucking Mikey. Stargirl is a lot like the superhero show show in that it's all good. Except <laughs> for fucking Mike. Ah, that's why this episode's been so great. You know, there was no fucking Mike. Is this the best episode we've ever done? I, arguably. Yeah. I would have to say yes. <laughs> there we go. It's confirmed. But yeah, we do have Mike. Second who, source. Second source. We do have Mike who is um, training to be a mechanic, apparently. And then he does, of course, have to touch a crystal. And now he is the only thing that can possibly weaken Eclipso. And this kind of bums me out of how big of a story he might have against Eclipso. Yeah. Mike is little brother, right? Yes. Yeah, shitty little brother. Shitty little brother. He went went full bore this. And he wore like a tiny little backwards hat the whole time. Just like really get into his personality. (laughs) Y'all fucking dead. I don't fucking know what's going on. I don't know. I don't fucking know. You guys are superheroes? That's cool. (laughs) Even like, I get it. You're in the shop. Go ahead. Turn the cap backwards. You're a full mechanic now. But then they were having their family moment at the table. And he was like, you know, like, I didn't mean to murder him. And I was like, put your cap back forward. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me you like committed an accidental murder (laughs) while you look like this Jersey douchebag. But that... The other thing, too, is that Mikey is always ignored, right? Like, that's his yeah. thing, is that nobody pays enough attention to him. In fact, in a perfect moment, uh, what's her name? What's Stargirl's name? Courtney. Courtney is always ditching her boyfriend mm. for her whoever texts her. And Mikey texts her, and it's like, hey, you said we would have training. And she looks at it, and she's like, no, you know what? I can ignore my family. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hang out with you. But Courtney comes downstairs and says, Yolanda killed uh, Brainwave. And it's... It's really hard for her. Like she's really going through a time. And then Mikey's like, "Oh, I did. I when I killed Icicle, it was fucking hard for me too. Like, can I like, can I get some fucking attention over here? <laughs> Always trying to get attention. But yeah, I'm surprised that this turn is taken. I really thought he was going to be evil, and now he's like the big good of this, possibly. So you're gonna bet on that before going evil? That he like takes down Eclipso. That I, I think that he's gonna be on the bad guy team before he is before he yeah that would make more sense and honestly he had a backwards cap like what are they trying to tell us what it is is he's about to catch a ball (laughs) if you hold an infinity gem Mm. then there's two responses there's like i have to get rid of this right so Mm. no one can ever touch it or you say cool (laughs) and that's what he did when he held yeah those like leech like you know eclipso crystals yeah true that you know what ryan you're right thanks man yeah do i get a point Nope, no points here. Uh, you do get to tell me about your moment of the week, though. What was that? Uh, well, my overall moment of the week was Yolanda. And I actually do think she's a good actress. I think she's, you know, pulling it off. But there was a point where she was like, okay, so I guess I am the JSA murderer. And <laughs> just her realization of that was great. But I also want to talk about, uh, 
Um, Eclipso is doing the city dirty. Mm. And one of the things this evil bastard is doing is he's making it look fall in July. And everyone's yeah. like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it is. There's a wind during this season. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. But uh, my moment of the week is just every time the casual buff Pat Dugan working on like the mech, the fact that like we would see Mike and he couldn't do anything. And then he would every time just come in and like easily move this giant wrench on this giant like mech. And then it would go to back to the kid who can't do anything. I was like, why are they making him so buff? What was this choice? It's a real Hank Hill, Bobby Hill kind of thing. Yeah. Of, like we have this very capable dad and this piece of shit son who cannot do anything. <laughs> and he's buffer than you would think. Um, Stargirl is on. Do we on. get any shirtless Pat Dugan? No. Oh, okay. Shirt's always on. God, you guys in your one track mind. Okay. Always on. <laughs> uh, Stargirl is on Tuesdays on the CW. Our next show is The Walking Dead. On this week's episode of The Walking Dead, Connie and Vigil hide in a house filled with mysterious creatures. Taste buds, I ask you this Are the mysterious creatures zombies? Because, like, are there any other mysterious creatures in this world besides zombies? Like, are they unicorns or werewolves or cockroaches? Werecocks? <laughs> Jesus, Caitlin, calm down. Calm down. Can you not say werecocks yeah. and look at me like that? Are you really looking for cocks that bad? <laughs> Come on, man. But yeah, it was probably werecocks. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's got to be, for sure. The Walking Dead is Sundays on AMC. Our next show is Supergirl. On this week's episode, nope. Stargirl. Supergirl. It's Supergirl. So many girls. So There's many S-girls. A, God, so many S-girls. On this week's episode of Supergirl, Kelly officially steps into her role as the Guardian after the Ormfell building exploded. And Diggle stops by just to continue his tour to shows. Taste buds, I ask you, how do you think Kelly steps into her Guardian suit? One leg at a time? It's gotta be, right? <laughs> even even as a superhero, it's still gotta be one leg at a time, right? <laughs> I'm sure. Supergirl is on Tuesdays on The CW. Our next show is Lucifer. On the second episode of the final season of Lucifer, Lucy and the Police Gang, which is now mostly Jason the Street, investigate a murder at a drag club. Our second episode returns to the pilot and the story of Jimmy Barnes, but now we're in Jimmy Barnes' Hell Loop, which is a Saturday morning cartoon. Taste Buds, I ask you this. With only seven episodes left, Actually, you guys asked me this. What is the state of the romantic relationships in the Lucifer world? Hey, Ryan. Yeah. What is the state of the romantic relationships in the Lucifer world? It's not great, Cassie, but (laughs) I think you can sort of, like, they're not great in such a way where you're like, oh, there's eight episodes left? Okay, that makes sense. You know, like, they're rocky, but we're all going to land these planes. Okay. Which one do you want to get to first? I want to, oh, man. I want to know what's up with Maze. Do we get any check-in with Maze's relationship with Eve? No, we don't. Fuck. So, <laughs> two, I picked the two wrong entire one. episodes I that I watched. I picked the wrong one. <laughs> and you picked the wrong one. Here, let me give you some options. Uh, Lucy and Chloe or Ella and Carol? Ella and Carol. Okay, so Carol is a dude, mm-hmm. which people give him a lot of shit because he has the name of a girl. Um, but he's like the new good boy cop. And Ella just won't believe that he's good. That he's good. Mm-hmm. Because if she's attracted to him, he must be bad because she fell in love with mm-hmm. a serial killer. But who hasn't? <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> um. So they're trying to like, and they're both dorks, so they're trying to awkwardly make their way through the relationship. But um, Ella goes to a bar to meet Carol, and Carol puts on sunglasses and a leather jacket because this is his advice from Lucifer. And he's like, y'all, what's up, bitch? I don't give a shit about anything. (laughs) And then Ella breaks into his house, opens a locked chest in his house, and Uh sees a bottle of alcohol. Uh And it says like 361 days. So like he's a former alcoholic. And they both forgive each other for those two things. I think those are deal breakers. <laughs> Both of those. If, if you dress up in a jacket yeah, and treat me like shit, or if you break into my house, 
Deal breakers. Yeah. You break into your house and also break into a chest that I have. Like that is like I took it's extra locked. care. I locked two things and you broke two locks. That's insane. <laughs> that is that's past a level. Uh, and then losing uh, Lucifer and Chloe. It's very clear that Chloe is nervous about being God's right hand woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's nervous about being bored. And I get that. Like, is she really going to like give advice to God? Yeah. So she's like she's sort of acting out. Like she's sort of spazzing out and doing a lot of bad things because I don't think she knows her place in the world. Because, you know, God's girlfriend, that's... That's, that's a lot. That's a pretty mm-hmm. role. Yeah. Unless, if you, unless you get, like, a TV sideshow out of it, like The Real Housewives, like, yeah. I don't know what the you do. The Real Housewives of Heaven? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, then I'm into it. Uh, but, Ryan, uh, what was your moment of the week? Um, my moment of the week is a minus one, I'm going to say a negative one. Okay. Um, Amendio is joining the police force. Okay. Mm-hmm. And his captain who's training them, it, him, uh, like says, well, you know, once we find criminals, we just beat the shit out of them. And we always assume they're guilty. And then we just beat the shit out of them. And Amendio's like, I'm sorry, but I, like, I want this job, but I can't abide by that. And she's like, good. That was a test. Because on the LAPD, we never treat people like that. Oh, are you shitting me? It was, was the most copaganda thing I have ever seen in my life wow. like to come Gross. for this scene to happen in 2021 was insane oh that's so repulsive mm. gross yeah that's a minus that's a big minus mm. also was... the new bad guy uh is brianna hildebrand do you guys remember her from deadpool negasonic teenage boarhead okay, oh, yes. okay. she is lucifer's daughter we find out and oh. she has magenta wings that look pretty cool Hell and they shoot yeah. razors which is pretty sweet she's not a good actress oh really but i support women I support, <laughs> you gotta I go support like, actresses. I like want we everyone did in the best know. supporting actresses <laughs> section. How was so? This was the first cartoon episode. How how was the cartoon episode? It was not as cartoony as what we're about to get to. Really, but they did all the things. Like uh, if you see a hot girl, your heart beats out of your chest. Yeah, you know your jaw falls down. All of the classics. The cartoon. They yeah. did cartoon. Great. Mm-hmm. They Lu- did cartoon. They did cartoon. Lucifer's on Netflix. Our next show is Titans. On the ninth episode of Titans, Tim, Donna, and Hank are trying to make a break f- from the afterlife by crossing a soul bridge. But unfortunately, Hank is missing misses his chance to cross the bridge while battling ghouls. Meanwhile, Donna saves Bruce from his suicide attempt. Taste buds, I ask you, can you believe Mike wasted at least five hours of his life watching the show? Hey, you, how many Jupiter's Legacies did you watch, Cassie? God, like five hours, <laughs> yeah. too. You know what? We are the same. Me and Mike are both trash. Titans is trash. It's Thursdays on HBO Max. Our next show is Why the Last Man. Uh, so we did two episodes of Why this week, episode three and four. And uh, obviously, I did not write a paragraph. You guys can <laughs> see that right now. Uh, but what happened is Why made it to the White House, and now they're getting rid of him. Like, he, met, he, he uh, was with his mom, the president. But if he stays in the White House, that's too dangerous. Mm. So Agent 355 takes him out of the White House and is going to go hide him. And then we also get to his sister, Hero, and how she's doing. They are... Taste Buds, I ask you this. How charming of actors do you need to portray two of the most selfish, awful people I've ever seen in my entire life? Very charming. This is probably why... Like Clooney? Like, I don't even know if Clooney could do it. it. Not even Clooney, bro. You know who could? Tim (laughs) Rosen. That's actually true. I do do buy that. But how how was this episode? Do you guys notice when you're watching TV, because we're in our bubble, right? Mm. And you guys voted for Trump the first time, but you regret it now. (laughs) Um, Do you guys notice when shit is insanely liberal and just shitting on conservatives the entire time? Does that feel normal to you? Or do you, like, register in your brain, oh, this is... This is weird. Like, 
It depends on how hard they go. Like at a certain point, it's almost like the Supergirl thing. Like you can tell me a message, but at some point it becomes too preachy. Right. So even if it's like what it's I support. It's not even entertainment anymore. It's, yeah. It's a message. And at a certain point, like even if I support it, I'm like, I get it. Uh-huh. Like the world gets it. Like you could bring it back a couple. Uh, Diane Lane is the president. Wise mom. And uh, there's because that's how the line of succession worked. But it turned out that somebody above her didn't die, but she's alive. And she is Republican. And she's fringe Republican because there's no other kind. Mm. And I don't know what it would be like to be conservative and watch the show. Like, I think you would have to turn it off. Really? Yeah. Dang. Well, was there a moment of the week? Uh, my moment of the week is uh, Agent 355, who is stealing the show. The best part of the show. She's like, I want that bike at a, like a swap meet. What do you want for it? And she puts a backpack and there's a generator in there. And the lady selling the bike is like, uh, that's a, I don't care. And then 355 flips open a, a, a pocket of the backpack. And there's a grenade in there. And the bike seller's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have a fucking deal. Because in the apocalypse, guys, get some grenades. Get grenades. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know what? Whenever. Get grenades. That's our message to everybody. Get some grenades. Uh, Why the Last Man is Mondays on Hulu. Our next show is Riverdale. On this week's episode of Riverdale, Jughead and Betty are hired to find a missing girl, and Kevin and Cheryl are fighting. Veronica is in the negotiation phase phase of her divorce with Chad, and Chad is trying to straight up murder Archie with a bullet, while Archie is cosplaying Captain America by throwing trash can lids at him. Taste buds, I ask you. Bears, bullets, and bughead. What Arch- What can Archie not beat? Oh, my God. I don't like watching Riverdale anymore, but I love hearing about it. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is wild. The first, like, the first little bit I found on it was pretty normal. You know, like, Jughead divorce, and Betty are yeah. off finding a missing girl. And I was like, well, Veronica, like, I, divorcing Chad. Of course, his name's Chad. And then it was like, and now he's going to murder Archie. And, and Archie has a trash can lid. Yeah. You said murder with a bullet, which to me means not in a gun, but he just has yeah, a bullet. He has a bullet thrown so bullet. hard. <laughs> That's the only reason the trash can was able to beat it. Uh, Riverdale is on Wednesdays on the CWR. Last show of the week is What If. On this week's episode of What If, we see what the world would be like if Thor was an only child. And it turns out he would be a totally rad party boy. For 30 minutes, we watch all the space friends get turned up around the world until Thor's mom is called in to break it up. Taste buds, I ask you, did Thor do Vegas right? Oh, I always thought that I did Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. You know, my plan was typically get a hotel room, don't leave it, except for buffet, go back to the hotel room. <laughs> Vegas, right? That's Vegas. That's but, pretty good Vegas. I, I mean, I'm money and I don't even know it. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I guess this would be the Vegas. This was... Like, what the fuck is this show, Cassie? Like, this what is what if? <laughs> By the time this was done, I was like, I don't know why I watched it, but for some reason, I was the least mad watching this one. Oh, yeah. One. No, for <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> I thought this was amazing. A lot of people didn't like this episode, yeah. but I think it's because they have decided what what if is, Yeah, and they're pissed when it's not that. And you can't decide what what if is because it's just... It's nothing. Yeah. It's, what, it's whatever. It's literally nothing. <laughs> But I, I like I had so much fun and I laughed a lot and I'm a real I'm a big fan of like old school cartoons like mm. we were talking about with Lucifer. This one had a couple of things. Uh the morning song, but it's early in the morning and all cartoons have Yeah. They had that. Uh when you go up in the air and you look down at the countries, their names are on the country. Right now, like a map. That was straight Looney Tunes right there. It helps so much though. I knew I was like, ooh. Yeah. No, and I learned a lot. I learned, oh, that's Brazil. Okay, cool. Thank you. And then uh, you know, there's a fight across the world, but where do we end up? We end up where 
Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner live. You know, like with the when you hit the ground, the, the dust comes yeah, up. Like the, it was exactly all of that. Yeah, it was honestly so enjoyable. And I don't know if it's just because like Thor is so charming, even as a party boy. But it's fun to just see like them all get twisted in what they do. Like it had no purpose, but I was fine with it. What. I had no problem watching them do that. Why do these things have to have a purpose? That's like what the question really is. What if (laughs) there was no purpose? (laughs) What if this didn't matter? (laughs) The best part was that they still had like, you know, they started off like it's like, what if Thor was an only child? And like uh, Loki was raised, you know, by the Asgardians. Which are you the size of the parents that raise you? That was like, what? Why is he blue and so big? (laughs) When he wasn't before. Is it because the planet he was on? No, he was. Like in the first Thor, he was He had like a little turn. bit of blue. Yeah. He but could then turn he, blue. He just chose not to be, I think. So he chose the blue life? Yeah. Yeah. He listened to that song. He was like, fuck yeah. There's a bunch of times where he was in his prison cell and he looked pretty blue to me. But yeah, I wasn't ready for them. Like they're... He had gills too. He had some little gills. He had. He was bejeweled. It was real fun. Maybe, yeah. I mean, like, but also Lady Loki from the comics. But he's just a shapeshifter, right? And maybe he doesn't know it. You just become part of your environment. Yeah. But to have them still be brothers, but brothers from another mother was Uh what. Like that was when I was like fist pumping. I was like, "You did it. You did it. This is what I wanted. I thought they weren't going to be friends because you know, like these have all been darker episodes. Uh So I was like, "Wow, they're going to fucking hate each other. Oh, they're going to fight when they land. They're going to fight. And it was going to be like this whole like apocalypse. And I was going to be like, I was like, okay, all right, what if I I've seen this? No, best friends." brother from another mother that i will say line. that <laughs> i enjoy watching these people on tv i like these people when you actually see them in a bar are like these the like, worst oh god <laughs> just so terrible did you like there was this one was cool because it had like little moments where you saw like to see who all came for the party the weirdest one was to have jeff goldblum uh-huh. collector when we already had the collector they were like we'll, we'll throw jeff goldblum in here too but yeah you said it right it was space friends like, yeah just are, all are you in space right now Come down to Earth, because we're throwing a party. When they had to call in Mom, did you roll your eyes, or was this the best part? that was perfect. That was hilarious. And, like, that's that's how you deal with a bro dude. You know, you're just like, well, I'm going to call friggin' friggin'. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get him in trouble. They also had the beginning with Heimdall, where it was like, Heimdall's always watching. He had his little stinger, and I was like, yep, (laughs) this is great. This This is what I want. But can we talk about the ending ending? So he what? goes back to Natalie Portman and he's like Jane Foster. Jane Foster, Australian for Jane. And he's like, I'm sorry, I was a dick. Would you like to go out on a date? On a date. And then Black Infinity Gem Ultron comes on. Mm-hmm. That's not like the whole thing was what if Loki and Thor were were not raised with each other? Are we to believe that because if of that th- their brothership kept <laughs> Or is what if just like, oh, shit, we have 30 seconds left. Uh, Infinity Gem Ultron. We don't know. Throw something in there. This was the one where it specifically felt like that. Like, that was my problem with so many of these episodes where, like, you don't see the consequence until. But this one, the consequence didn't seem connected and was just so hard. Also, it was like Vision inside of Ultron, which Vision came from Iron Man. So Iron Man must have stayed true. It was just so confusing. Yeah, there's this weird thing where Ultron calls uh, Tony Stark daddy and Vision, like, brother. Like, there is some weird relation there. Yeah. We should do a segment next week where <laughs> we come up with random endings. Like, what if the what portal if it- <laughs> opened and it's just Batman with his dick out going, <laughs> <"Woo>! party! 
That what if, right? What if, guys? What, if? <laughs> what a dream. All right, let's go to moments of the week. Caitlin, do you actually have one? I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a moment when Captain Marvel um, is uh, being a party pooper in Thor's mind, mm. and there's a bunch of aliens all around, and Thor gets everyone to chant, pooper, pooper, pooper. <laughs> and you know what? To watch a Marvel, like, property do that to captain marvel <laughs> have her on the ground pooper in timeout oh, it was so good <laughs> shaming someone for being responsible i loved it very good uh ryan what was your moment of the week this is a dumb one but it was so perfect like there's like these like uh symbols of partying mm. right and so okay so frick is here captain marvel came back and like backed him up and said mm. no he has been educating himself the entire time here's a tablet look yeah. he's learned we showed a tablet <laughs> so thor is in the clear but he pulls back his hammer and mjolnir has 17 different like evidences of partying on it and, and he's like undies. <laughs> it's got undies. mardi gras beads like it's wearing a lampshade yeah, it, literally it, all the things literally undies with hearts on it on there <laughs> it was perfect and i want to party with that hammer <laughs> Obviously, who doesn't? Uh, my moment of the week is when uh, Jane went to go tattle to mom, and um, she, you know, she mentions like the wine, and then she is telling the story, but still just downing wine. Like uh-huh. she took the opportunity to get twisted on wine, and I respect it. Oh, uh, I've got one more. Do it. Did Darcy fuck a duck? She did. She married and fucked a duck. She fucked a duck. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened. And then it was just like he was like, "What's up, Mrs. Duck?" And she was like. Yeah, but what's up? Let's go. Yeah, let's I did it. I fucked the duck. <laughs> I Howard. screwed a kangaroo. <laughs> Love this guy, Howard. Oh, wow. What if is on Wednesdays on <laughs> Disney Plus? <laughs> you should watch at least that episode. Um, that is it for our poll list coming up next. Ryan, you scored a big interview. Oh, do you think so? I think you got a big interview. It's weird because, Cassie, you're my boss. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. But I talked to your boss? I know, dude. You're did on... you talk about just about me? Okay, so we all wanted to talk about their podcast because okay so we talked to colin and james from the scavenger network right yeah yeah yeah. and they are doing a show called i don't know how to timeline scavengers or is it scavengers should it be scavengers (laughs) is it timeline scavengers it's scavengers okay Uh, oh and by the way me and mike pitched them a show good we are going to do the scavengers and we're going to do ska songs through the timeline they love ska is that what you're going to say to every network (laughs) um so we talked to them, and we wanted to talk about their show where they are doing in chronological order of how time works. Yeah. Every scene from the MCU. Um, but all they wanted to do is talk shit on YouTube and <laughs> talk about, like, what stupid idiot jerks you are. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. And you know what? Going to be the most thrilling interview we've had on here. <laughs> <laughs> do not love the sarcasm. <laughs> but uh, let's get to it. Actually, let's take a break, and then we will come back and take some calls. Hey, that's my job. Let's go to that interview right now. Oh my god, thank you, Cassie. I am Ryan. Thanks, Cass. Like, like honestly, man, I, I said you could be here, but I don't want you to, like, be, be here. You know, like, I said that you could sit in the corner. But that's that, me in the corner. Okay, so you're oh. good right now, right? But that's the where spotlight. the spotlight is. Thank you, Cassie. I am here with Colin and James from the Scavengers Network, and they do a show called Timeline Scavengers. Guys, First of all, let's get to, and I'm going to go to Colin first. What is the Scavengers Network? So the Scavengers Network is a online entertainment media content. Uh, I'm just saying the same stuff over and over. Trying to hit all those keywords for the SEO. <laughs> buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. Exactly. No, we're, we're just like a, a small little entertainment company. 
mostly dealing on podcasts, but we do a, a few other types of things like streaming sometimes on Twitch or doing some YouTube video series. Uh, but most of our content is podcasts such as Timeline Scavengers uh, or Myth Takes, another show that I work on. Uh, James works on like seven, um, and that's only like 99% not joke. Um, so, yeah, no, the Scavengers Network, that was a great little place of uh, content creators from all across the United States of America. I think right now we're representative of like 12 or 13 different states or something like that. So, uh, very fun. <laughs> You brought up Myth Takes. Who thought of that title? That is, like, that's an amazing title. So for podcast. that was something that... No, what? No. That was going back and forth with me and Morgan, wasn't it? Was that I you? I think it was going back Quietly and forth you hands. and me. Oh, maybe, oh maybe, maybe it was going back and forth. The problem is, so we were thinking of a title, and I was going back and forth with a couple of other folks about what to name it. So it might have been James. I thought for some reason it was Morgan, but... Uh, Morgan is also the vice president of the Scavengers Network, so I just feel like a lot of our success does come from Morgan. So oh, for that sure. might be where my head is at. But uh, yeah, no, it was There's an idea of like wanting to have a name for a show. That's a, so it's an actual play podcast currently using Monster of the Week, um, but we wanted something that was kind of fantasy, kind of sci-fi, kind of thriller, something that could find a way to encapsulate all of those things in one uh, and still be mysterious. Um, so it's kind of like our takes on myths, but mistakes, myth takes. Great. Time. I mean, Mike. Yes, sir. Uh, producer of uh, co-producer of Pop Filter here, guys. Uh, Colin James, isn't this crazy? We have Mike here in the oh, building. Oh, hard uh, get, hard get. Almost didn't make it. It's called Myth Takes because they have takes on myths, but it sounds like mistakes. I love it. I'm mad at them. It, no, it's honestly. And Colin, I don't think it's James because I said who came up with that name, and Colin or James raised his hand. And then I was like, who wants dinner? And James raised his hand. And he, I was like, who <laughs> already had dinner? His hand. Yeah. I, look, there it is again. What, what, what would you say the ethos of the Scavengers Network is? What, what does it take to make the cut? Uh, basically, it's about a lot of shit. <laughs> James raising his hand. No, um, it's about having uh, the same, like, th- hang on. Let me try this again. I'm just sort of stumbling over my own words. I just realized we're in the interview. Yeah. Um, so the main thing I think for us is two things. It's it, it's what like our, uh, it's like Colin is the Hendersons, and then Harry is down there. And just <laughs> so for us, there's kind of like two main parts of this, right? The first is what our like slogan is, which is um, uh, oh my god, creator driven, <gasps> community focused, treasured content. I almost messed that up because we frequently talk about how James tried to do it from memory once and could not get it right, and then I almost didn't get it right. So, again, creator-driven, community-focused, treasured content. Those are like three main tenets for us. But the other one is that all voices deserve a seat at the table. Um, So it's kind of that thing of, you know, we are welcoming to pretty much anyone that would fit in with our voice and with our Mm. values and stuff like that. But if people are intolerant, then we're not going to tolerate intolerance. You know what I mean? So we're going to be like... Oh, so intolerant voices don't deserve a seat at the table? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, Mike, you better watch it. No, I'm kidding. Mike, you're doing great. Hey, hey, Colin, this is George from the Nazi Weekly. We would love a spot on your network. Is that cool? That's an absolute no. The podcast is Don't Call It a Mind Comp? I don't know. James, <laughs> you and Colin have started the, uh, the, 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 sca- the Scavengers. Yes. Can you explain that podcast, please? Time the Timeline Scavengers. Scavengers is um, a thing I made up so that 
I could have a reason to be doing this obsessive thing that I was doing on a spreadsheet, and I tricked Colin into uh, making me to think do a it was podcast. my idea. Yeah. Um, and so what it is is, uh, and I'm going to guess that Colin had uh, 14 podcasts before you asked him going on, like 14 a week. I, I did have quite. I did have a lot going on, but I real quick. This has brought up a very interesting point that I want to now break down. <laughs> Part oh, of the mist, the part of the mystery here. So uh, James, for uh, for people who are at home, James has taken off his shirt and his pants. <laughs> he is now getting ready to fight me. Um, so James had told me that he was going through the MCU scene by scene in historical order, like from a spreadsheet already. And that literally sounds like the pitch for timeline scavengers. But <laughs> well, go ahead, it is, which is great, right? So he told me about this, and we would talk like all the time, and he would frequently tell me, "All right, well tonight I'm going to be watching these five scenes, kind of thing." And we were talking, and I kept thinking about that, and I kept going, I bet that would be such a good pot. So, like, at one point, I said to him, hey, do you think I could get a copy of that spreadsheet, and would you be upset if I was, like, if I wanted to make, like, a podcast about that? And that's when you were like, I'm glad, like, I thought you'd never ask. So, like, you made me think that it was my idea, essentially, and that you wanted me to bring you along. You took uh, let's breath. let's back away from Colin Lee and let's go to James Kirby in the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so you took a breath in between. Uh, I shared the spreadsheet with you, and then you said we should do a podcast. But what really happened was, I well, okay. So what really really happened was there was this guy on Twitter in 2020 that put the Marvel movies in uh, chronological order. More broadly, with no I remember TV that. shows. So it was like uh, the first scene of Black Panther. Exactly. Right? That's BC. Exactly. Right. That right. And so, um, so we I, I went through that in like April of 2020, and I really enjoyed it. And then I found this other website that put the movies and all the television shows in a chronological list of just titles. Mm. And I was like, well, what if I watched the movies and then did the tv show because i was really i had never seen agent carter so i was like all right so i watch a little bit of some stuff captain america agent carter and i'm interested in seeing what that's like um but then i started being like okay well let's start adding these tv shows into the 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 established thing that the guy on twitter had had so then colin found me um doing this somewhat some point at some point through that i was Wait, hold on, Just, James. Are you involved with Scavengers at this point? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had a couple of shows. I Yeah, yes. You had a cup of coffee in the I, big leagues. Correct. I was a big, big boy, and I got my own cup <laughs> of coffee. Um, with, it's pronounced coffee. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So basically, I was talking to Colin about this because that's all I was thinking about and can't really talk about anything other than the thing I'm you know, hyperfixating on. So... I was telling him about this, and we didn't have the scene-by-scene scene thing yet. It was, here's the here's this spreadsheet, isn't this wild? Or, here's the spreadsheet, <laughs> this is wild. And so then I didn't hear from Colin. I was like, okay, well, I guess, you know, he whatever. it's wild. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so then Colin was like, I've been going through this. And I'm like, oh, cool. And he's like, we should do a podcast. And I was like, yes, great. Because I had been not recording or editing or doing what I should have been doing for other podcasts because I was I was deciding to spend from March through July or something or February through July uh 
just doing this. So it made me feel like I wasn't wasting my time not doing anything, coming up with a needless, gigantic spreadsheet. Sure. And you, here's what's important. You didn't care. Like, uh, Mike is my partner, and uh, he is sitting on all of the footage that clearly proves who shot JFK. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but don't edit it. Don't make that a podcast. Come over with me and let's review Stargirl. Let's review every episode of Stargirl. Yeah. That, that's how life should work. Yeah. Well, you can do both. Uh, who's got the time? Unfortunately, us. <laughs> like, neither of us sleep. So it's, that's the main reason why both of us have, like, 12 projects always. Because we're like, ah, well, you know, I'm up at 2 a.m. and no one else is. Guess I better start working on another project. Yeah, because like, yeah, and the scene thing came from, I was like, all right, so I guess we do it minute by minute, and that's bad. That's Far a bad idea. Yeah. And so scene by scene seemed less, which uh, I guess sure. technically, mathematically, by it just is. barely, short, like, <laughs> right. you guys just barely Presumably are less Presumably there are insane. two to three minute scenes at some points They're in def- the thing. Yeah, for sure. I think when you get to movies, the scenes sure. are much longer. Than the TV shows tend to be. Well, like we do, like I, I've I've stretched like the Captain America like battle thing in the middle, like the main set piece of the of the thing. I'm like, this is lots of stuff is happening, so mm. I split it into five scenes, but it's all the whole the right, whole one, one thing. But scene. they're like five minute chunks of, mm. of things. So, so this one scene is too big. We're gonna break this into five episodes, right? So okay. we can have guests on because I know we're supposed to be interviewing, but Ryan and I used to record a show called the ocd uh where we would take a couple of our episodes to cover an episode of the oc and sure. we were told that was dragging it out too much now i'm like we were too quick with the oc we probably should have slowed that down we would do like three or four hour long episodes for each hour of the oc you were ahead of your time is what it was <laughs> thank you you know now how do you decide what shows count what counts as canon because the the tv movie split are you doing Cloak and Dagger? And Disney's yes. so weird about it. They're like, no, this is not part of it. You if it think, seems cool yeah. and does historical stuff like Cloak and Dagger does in that one episode. Yeah. Um, Cloak and Dagger's rough, guys. Do you yes. want to come to... Because me and Mike have seen every I, episode of every show. Same. Same. Just skip Runaways. Runaways? Uh, hey, listen. I kind of like, like, like Runaways. Runaways, runaways, runaways. What had, had ups and downs. Cloak and Dagger... It. More like Cloak and Downer. Do you guys know who the producers were of Runaways? What's that? The producers of Runaways. No, um, it's not. Did you? It's not. It's, it's Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage, the creators of the OC. Do, 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 do. Oh, we have a thing we're into. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. I mean, like, I like. I don't think that I've... I didn't, I didn't not like Cloak and Dagger. I didn't not like Runaways. I thought they had poorer episodes and poorer right. arcs and better ones. Um... I think Let me ask you guys this. Uh, I, me and Mike can never have the privilege of being on a show that we're not on, right? right. We'll never know what it's like to just be on a, on a Colin and James show. What is a Colin and James show? Like, we only have like a minute or two of MCU to talk about. So, like, what are you going? What What is the pregame? What are we going to do for the show? Uh, we um, make jokes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I then mean, okay. start recording. That that I mean, well, yeah. If you're talking about like what gets and then us no into more the jokes episode, once we're recording, yeah, no, it we, becomes very we serious. This. No, but I mean, like James and I talk like nonstop throughout the day, and yet there's always still stuff to talk about in the show. But I think what helps is the fact that, like, especially in these like earlier time periods, 
where there's no context for us because we didn't live through those times. There's so much research and things that we can look up and talk about. I mean, like we did extensive, well, sorry, when I say we, James did extensive research, for example, on period uh, clothing for uh, Mayan people in like 300 AD, I believe, or like 300 current, like, you know, common era. Oh, three. BCE. Oh, 3,000. Yep. Yeah, okay. Sorry. I was way off. 3,000 BCE. So like way, way, way in the past, right? Like James did all this research to say like, yeah, he would be using a spear and he would only be on his own. He would no longer be in a pack and here's why. And so the MCU is more than just like, you know, comic book characters come to life on the screen. It's real life history. So we talk about comics, we talk about history, and we hopefully make people laugh and uh, I don't know, maybe cry along the way. I think I think you guys make people laugh. I think you make people cry. But I think that the, a lot of people here are that are listening are they want to start their own podcast. And how do you avoid the? So it was your mom's birthday last weekend. Uh, what? So I think the best way to do that, honestly, and so this is something that I've actually had to talk to other people about as well. Like there was a show that uh, has. What is the question? So I, I, so the question <laughs> is like, how do you like? keep it like fresh i'm assuming correct like keeping things like not feeling oh, oh draw, not having things to talk about, about. got yeah. it got it got it because like one of the big things is that we don't talk about what we're going to talk about in that episode mm-hmm. beforehand like we might say hey i have these segments to do but like we don't tell anyone like what the content is going into it and we take turns being like the lead for the episode uh of like the synopsis and the research and stuff like that because if we talk about everything ahead of time, then nothing is a surprise. Fresh. Nothing, yeah. Exactly. Like the amount of times where I've listened to a podcast where someone tells a story and they've clearly already told their co-host and they're it's, like – It's very rehearsed. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, you told me about that. But then they don't laugh because <laughs> they've heard the story. They've heard the joke. <laughs> so, and it's like, come on. You got to react. So yeah. you're saying that the, the key to a good show is a, a loose structure with a clear – guide and room for improvisation and actually listening to each other uh yeah i mean having an outline i think super helps i mean there's definitely shows that go in with nothing uh and still work but Uh, i think that like you've got to be you've got to be an improv like god i think Mm. to make that sort of thing work because even the funniest people tend to still have outlines they have talking points they have Mm -hmm. segments they have you know things to work through i think that that is what makes you know what at the end of the day it makes editing much stronger as well because like you know what the what the points like what the hit points are the points to hit rather not hit points it's not a fight how many hit points you have yeah um no but like you know you know what the talking points are so like you know where to cut some of the time where to make the comedic uh timing you know work and move a little smoother and it's it's um colin and i have had to sort of forge our way a little bit with this um because we switch back and forth, like uh, I, re- I did a podcast with with my friend Aaron for a while called Unabashedly Obsessed. That like one of us would do social media and one of us would whatever. I mean, you know, it was sort of whatever. But Colin and I needed to sort of nail down a couple of structural elements just so that we knew okay, this is going to get covered. We don't need to worry about mm-hmm. the social media not getting you know figured out. So there were things where like I was like, I'm of the no spoiler life like i don't want to know what a movie's about i don't want to know anything at all i just want to experience it so 
bringing that to this show with each other is uh, not, you can't do that across the board. So, like, you know, if I tell Colin, hey, I'm going to do this segment, I have this to do, then he knows, okay, well, we need to make room for that if I'm the host. Um, I think that it um, it's about finding the story of what you want to talk about. If you don't have, this is what's going on with Loki this time. He's doing all this crazy stuff. What a mischievous scamp. You have to be like, what is going on with combustion engines? Like if, mm. um, and whatever. So I think that I'll, I did a Newsies Minute podcast. The first by the minute podcast Aaron and I did was about Newsies. Santa Fe. Uh, yeah. uh, same. I think that we can all say that. We all did Newsies Minute. Like that was our first podcast. It was right. hardcore. It was sure. <laughs> I love it. Oh, you're the ones. <laughs> we um, yeah. So that that really, that was all about like, all right, they just said this. What are they talking about? Or or why did they say that? Or what does that even mean? Um, like the word piker, I see it now in '60s Marvel comics, but I'd never heard it before as like a like a bum, like ah, you piker. But it's in and now Newsies. you wake up at night and you're like, I'm not a piker. Yeah, exactly. And then I just do a quick dance routine, get back to bed. <laughs> um, but the research for that really um, sort of got me in the right headspace to do this kind of research, where it's like finding in this period of time what are the things that we can pull out to to sort what threads can we pull who's in it who do we know what references are they making what's in the background etc stuff like that well having done a couple of hours of podcasting with you guys i really love how well you know each other and can build off but also how well you surprise each other and then like what the fuck now i have to build on that that's insane (laughs) Uh, I do think you guys do a good job of that. Uh, I do want to say one more time, Timeline Scavengers yes. is the podcast that goes through every fucking minute of the MCU. We're doing Hellstrom. Oh, uh, you hate yourselves. I, I haven't finished it because I... Why would you? It's, <laughs> but we're doing it. I haven't gotten to it. See, uh, real, real fast, I do want to point out, so we were talking about like how we decide what gets in, what doesn't. Uh-huh. Like A lot of the times, if there's nothing that seems to tie it whatsoever to the rest of the Dude. MCU, we tend not to. Hellstrom! Skip. Well, I was going to say, unless someone has a very strong, like, I need to talk about this. Because, um, like, for example, MODOK didn't make the cut. I, I right. think MODOK was fun, but like it felt like so, so separate. So separate. Yeah, exactly. Um, There's a part in episode four of Hellstrom where uh, the two lead actors are like, wait, what is a TV show? Oh, they're filming? I'm so sorry. And then they start, oh, I'm Hellstrom. Wait, who's Hellstrom? There's, it's it's terrible. It the, Hellstrom has about 50%. I'm like, I can, I'm into this. And 50% like, they did. this is the best take they got of this yeah. line reading? You were so good last scene. What happened? Like, why are they you mad at them? They learn how to act all like, of the time. It's just rush for yeah. time sometimes, well, I guess. It's, that I thing, it's the thing where, you know, like, Guardians of the Galaxy was so wild because no one was familiar with Guardians of the mm-hmm. Galaxy. But they made it a hit by doing cool song stuff or whatever. And being funny. I mean, like, Hellstrom doesn't... Right, for sure. But Hellstrom is this unknown character that for sure existed in the Marvel Universe... But that's but all. That's, that's all. That's, all, that's, they, the that's all they work with. Yeah. Because yeah. I think they were like, we'll start with Hellstrom and then we'll do all this cool horror stuff with Ghost Rider and whatever. And then, and then it's, no it's like one... Hulu was, ladies and gentlemen, Dazzler. 
It's like, yeah. well, nobody fucking cares about no, Dazzler. Well, I would watch Dazzler. Yeah, that's a pretty great Dazzler sucks. Dude. Dude. How she's going Dazzler. up against oh, ABBA all the time. You guys are fucking... Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but Jubilee, now Jubilee is... I'm joking. My favorite thing is when someone pitches something, like, thinking it's like a joke of like, oh, well... This is going to be a throwaway, and then immediately you're like, "Oh no, well, hang on, hang on, bring okay. that idea back." That's Dazzler? how four okay. of my podcasts have started for yeah, sure. That's fair. Um, <laughs> you can't do this, but we if we did, right? We <laughs> and you know, now, I gotta uh, say, there's a lot of like give and take, like compromise, right? Like I really—that's right, was Colin. Like, and so I was <laughs> no. So my thing was like, I gotta talk about Daredevil. Like Daredevil yeah. was so damn good. Yes. But if we talk about Daredevil, that does mean we have to talk about Iron Fist. And at the end of the day, like that's that's a price I'm willing to pay. I thought Daredevil was stupid, and Iron Fist is my Casablanca. It's my Gone with the Wind. It's my everything. I love it. It's it's what I did. Da- it's what me and my wife danced to at our wedding. We danced to the Iron Fist the theme Danny song. Rand whining. <laughs> I, I respect yeah, that. I respect Rand that Rand about you, Ryan. We we both. Dressed like Iron Fist, and we did the Iron Fist dance, which is you know culturally very slow appropriate. and yeah, lots yeah. of and culturally views. appropriate. I'm sure. Yeah, mostly mm-hmm. culturally appropriate. I have three three connected questions now. Uh, one of the listeners' favorite segments of Timeline Scavengers is the musical moment, and uh-huh. so my three parts are: How do you choose which song per app? What mm-hmm. was the song for the Mayan episodes? And are you pumped for Cloak and Dagger in the '90s to just do like fastball? Ace of Base. Uh, the verve. I'm, the I'm verve pipe. There's so many verbs. There's true. The, <laughs> the pipe brothers. Um, James, I'm fucking serious. If you don't call us back for Cloak and Dagger, I'm going to freak out. For right, uh, You ahead. spoke for, really for, lowly. What? Go ahead. Cloak and no. Dagger? For sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, just not when somebody's threatening you and not making sense, just not and say he's for lying. Sure. He like sounds it. like a stepdad. Do you, do you right ever now? have this this real thing? I'll answer your question in a second. Do you ever have someone that's threatening you or saying mean things to you, but you literally don't hear them? Yeah, you're like, what did you say? And they're like, you heard me, and you're like, yeah, this is yeah, really awkward. I, 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 I actually did not. I didn't. Can you? I want to know how to respond Can emotionally. You Can you give that to me again? Insult <laughs> me again? Hey, <laughs> James. Right now, I'm texting my mother that I'm buying her flowers, and I'm not texting you that I'm going to fucking send knives to your house. All right, nice. go ahead. Okay, cool. Like, Thanks. Here's some new sharp cool. knives. That's a nice so, gift. That's really I mean, nice. Yeah. So those those can be really expensive. You know. Also, I hate to cut this short, but actually, I'm getting really tired, James. We should <laughs> uh, leave. No, I'm kidding. Um. um so yeah, the music of 1931 is um, it's music of 1931 because we're going to be in 1931 for months and months and months. <laughs> um, so I wanted something that was not like, well, here we are again. It's 1931, some more, where we're still doing that, but like something to tie it together where it's like mm-hmm. we have this thing that this is sort of the the what would be sort of in the air or, or, you know, like on the radio or whatever. Um, I went on Wikipedia to 1931 in music, uh, went to the, the tab called uh, Hits, Hit Songs or something, <laughs> um, and then found them on Spotify and put them into a playlist. And then when it's time to pick an episode, I put on Shuffle and Play. And then that's nice. the episode. And, like, we had Bing Crosby um, from out of nowhere for the first episode of the 1931 where they time travel back to 1931, which is pretty wild. Then there was one um, where they did, they were talking about the time stream versus butterfly effect. And it was like uh, river stay away from my door was the name of the song. And so sometimes uh, the random gods are, are good and sometimes they're not, you never can tell 
that's how it, they work. It's all from the album. Uh, that's what I call music. Negative thirty-five. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Of course, you know. Interestingly enough, in Britain, it's only negative five. So, because mm. um, a pound. That's a yeah. Because Britain good. started the Now series like twenty years before we started in America. Right. Is that true? It, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. When we were on Now One, they were on Now Thirty. So Mbop isn't on there now. One? No, no it's on it's there now. It's a currency exchange thing. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Bonk. Yeah. I love Mbop. That's a good song. So uh, we didn't do um, something for Mayan music because that was the only time we were going to be in that year. Uh, to to put it into perspective, we're mostly doing it because we're going to be in 1931 for 68 episodes, which will take oh, us from oh my goodness from September 12th through. Uh, <laughs> April twenty. death. Nice. And that's, that is that's two episodes a week. Yes. Wild. Colin, James, I, I am so impressed by what you're taking on. Uh, thank you so much for being on the Superhero Show show. Thank uh, you. Ca- Colin, where can uh, we find your stuff? Uh, if you want to find me personally, you can find me on Twitter at Colin M. Parker. Uh, and the Scavengers Network is at Scavengers Net. Uh, and then James... You could do the show and you, yeah? Well, we'll see if they ask. Oh. James, can you do the show and you? Oh, yeah, I can <laughs> do me. Um, all I can do is me. Um, yeah, we are on on Twitter as the show at Timeline Scav, and I am on Twitter as the me at Unabashed James. Gentlemen, and thank you so much for being on the show. Go ahead, James. Will you guys come back on on Timeline Scavengers? When Absolutely not. Oh, I was in the great. middle of a sentence and you interrupted me. I'll be on it. And there's great. no. Perfect. And Mike will not be Cut as well. Mike will not, not, will, <laughs> will not be as well. Uh, guys, thank you so Ryan, much. Ryan, thank you so much. Oh, sorry. Fucking <laughs> shit, dude. Like, no, it's all a fucking joke until I get red faced. Hey, thank you guys all so much for being here. Ryan, thank you for. I'm going to try this again. Hey, James. you guys, this is so great. Uh, I've had such a fun time. Uh, it's I like so that your microphones match your hair colors. <laughs> he noticed. <laughs> he did notice. We we did think that was cute earlier, but that, I'm not not upset. I'm still pissed. You're not upset. He's Colin not. and James, oh, thank you. Colin and James, thank you so much for being on the show and for having us on your show. Four months from now, thank, uh, thank you. You guys, you guys are amazing. Still, no, not you done. are I, still not done, James. Oh. Uh, c- Colin, you're more amazing than other people on your show, and I appreciate. What you. happened to us, Ryan? Thank you. Ryan. I don't know, man. <laughs> we're like, are, have you seen my parents? That's what we're like now. Yes, Hot you have seen first. them. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for you. They're very worried. <laughs> All right, Cassie, uh, back to you. But before we get there, uh, Hi, James, Cassie. get the fuck away from Hi, my parents. What I they 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 came on to me. All right, we are back from that interview. Ryan? So, uh, Ryan? Uh-huh. Very good. It yeah. was good. It was fun. It was a very fun one. I think that Colin and James outdid us. Yeah. They were better than me and Mike. I mean, we all knew that would happen, though. But I think that me and Mike were still good. A plus, A plus plus. Okay. Uh, not like A plus C? No, 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 no. No. Okay. We'll reflect on that. We'll each have our different opinions, and that's valid. Um, that is it for the show, though. So it's outro time, which means it's a website time. We got a couple of websites. We got patreon.com slash yourpopfilter. If you want the most entertaining content that we could possibly put out there, like Ryan eating a chicken nugget on mic, <laughs> that's where you'd find it. So go ahead and head over there. We also got yourpopfilter.com. That's where everything your pop filter lives. 
and amazon.com slash your pot filter uh we don't like jeff bezos but we do like money so if we can get a little bit of your money while you shop there would be great we appreciate it um we also ryan yeah we got some other shows yes you should tell me about this okay so if you like this podcast the superhero show show and you've already downloaded subscribed rated and reviewed then but you're like they don't talk about movies we don't interesting complaint like we never said that we did <laughs> it's a show show but valid uh then uh head over to movie of the year where me and mike and our good friend greg go try to figure out what is the single greatest movie of any given year also are we still pitching doing bits you know it's it's out there pitch it Let's, okay they're doing bits also if you thought that we did not talk enough about love island yeah love island love island love island love island <laughs> Mr. Leviathan. <laughs> um, then uh, find Doom and Bits where Mike and his, I swear to God, his wife. His actual wife. Do a Aww. podcast about uh, Love Island. <laughs> and if you are like, th- these people are good, but I wish they were different and not married. What about the Unnatural 20s? Hell yeah. Where three people try to figure out how to get through the third decade of their life with a roll of a dice, the twist of a tongue. And the eye of a newt. And the, do- the tail of a puppy dog. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're also on social media. It's at Your Pop Filter. Go ahead and give us a follow if you want that really good content. Solid, really good content. Solid content. <laughs> hey, guys, all, good content all around this week. Hey, if you honestly reach out, let us know. You should rate it. It's good content. Um, we also got an email to contact at Your Pop Filter. Next week, you guys, you're not going to want to miss it. It's a big week. We're going to check in on Supergirl's final season. We're going to do that. We also are going to see the DC quarter of the bracket. Yeah, so we're going to do the DC shows from the bracket 400. Okay, all right. There's a group of those, huh? Yeah. Is Arrow just going to take that whole thing down? Well, you're involved. so <laughs> It I absolutely it. won't. <laughs> and plus, we're going to be doing Shushi for Best Supporting Actor. Finally, the men. The men. It's finally time for the men. And I'll hopefully have an interview for you guys, maybe with some men on it. Because it's finally, we need more men here. So be sure to tune in for that. For Cassie, I'm Min. For Min, I'm Mike. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Cassie, I'm Caitlin. And Min, bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>